Cut my poop into pieces. I'm in the bathroom stall. Suffocation. No breathing. Can't even flush without cutting my feces. I'm in the bathroom stall. Cut my poop into pieces. I'm in the bathroom stall, suffocation, no breathing. Can't even flush without cutting my feces. My poops are big, do you think it's so easy? Would it be wrong, would it be right? If I cut my poop tonight, chances are that I might. Defecation is my right. I'm contemplating suicide. Cause I'm losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would hand me a knife. Losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish my buddy just had a poop knife. I never realized I was spread too thin Till it was too late and I was empty within Hungry, fingered on chaos and living in sin Downward spiral, where do I begin? It all started with some insane hunger Too much for myself, but not enough for another Searching to find a knife up on a higher level Something to cut through this giant pebble Cause I'm losing my sight, losing my mind Wish somebody would hand me a knife Losing my sight, losing my mind Wish my buddy just had a poop knife This thing's not right I need to incise I'm pooping and I'm crying I'm crying I'm crying I'm crying I'm crying Oh, it hurts! Take it out! You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and notes, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Hello again, gamers, and welcome to episode 88 of The Gamecasters, the only podcast that can get away with talking about stakes being thrown at closed windows, penises being drawn on <laughs> wedding albums, Tide pens being used to cover up seminal fluid, Ooh. and knives being used to slice fecal floaters in half in order to slide down the gullet of the toilet easier and somehow collect more listeners. My name is Ryan, and I'm the maestro of this orgasmic orchestra of awkwardness. With me is Jeff Jumbo Junk, the Justin Jolly Whoa. jaw-dropping jaguar who loves to jack it with jelly beans, and Natalie the <laughs> No, who's never not nearly done with this shit. <laughs> I wish you could see Natalie's face. Uh. We got a great show lined up for you today, filled to the brim with who knows what. We have no idea. Fake it to make it, brother. And my personal favorite, how the hell should I know? Let's get this party started with a question I'm pretty sure everyone has for us at this point. If you could have a sex doll made of your celebrity crush... Would banging it be considered cheating? No. <laughs> it's not a real person. Mm. Yeah, probably not. So, okay. Basically like a sex toy. Like, it'd be like, if you use a vibrator, is that cheating? No. Natalie makes a good point. I'm but, an alien. But your vibrator <laughs> in this point is is a life a lifelike doll of Ryan Reynolds. What if she just Still stuck, a doll. What if she just stuck like a tiny picture, of, like a sticker of Ryan Reynolds on, on her vibrator? Yes. Yeah, so I'd walk in and be it. like, excuse yeah. me. What? What are you doing here? (laughs) So like if you're cleaning the house downstairs and you came up and I was just in bed and this model of Selena Gomez was laying next to me and we were both naked and I had my arm around her and was panting heavily. You can clothe them. You can clothe the dolls. But we're just like laying there and I'm like, oh, hey, Natalie, you'd be fine with that? It'd be okay with you? Okay, listen. 
I'm not. I'm saying it's. You're not, not saying cheating. you'd be okay with it, right? I'm saying it's not cheating. I'm not saying I wouldn't it's, be like weirded out. Like what the fuck? Well, okay. Well, what would you do? feel? I'm not saying you'd have to feel weirded out. Would you be like, how dare get? What are you doing? I'm just laying in yeah, bed naked, feeling with this other woman doll. I guess it depends if I knew you had this style. If that was the first time I was seeing it, I think I would be like... Well, there was like some conversation over dinner like, listen, Natalie, I've been thinking. Like, I, to, like I've, I've held back on my Kickstarter. Up. Like I've been I've been backing a lot of Kickstarters, but I paused because I really want the Selena Gomez sex doll. And yeah, what do you think about that? What That's do you, like five what do you think grand. About that? Actually, what would you think about that if we, if we had that conversation? Like right now, I'm having this conversation with you. I want a Selena Gomez sex doll. What would What's you your say? Response? And it's, this is a serious thing. Yeah, Jeff I'm is not, not here. You're you're at dinner by yourself. Yeah, we're like this is for Ryan real. Took you to a public I'm place, like, you wouldn't have an outburst. Look, I can't. You know, I'm I'm with you now for the rest of my life, which is amazing. Yep. That's what I wanted. Yeah, but and I this is my one chance to potentially. It's very have sex. Have a relation with Selena to Gomez. This and then once, and maybe there's like an agreement. Like if you're home. He's not going to do it. It's just if you go out, he's going to bang sleep. Or I only do it if you're not home. <laughs> yeah. Is that what I said? <laughs> oh, I thought you said the other way. You I thought know, you said, the other said way. if I'm home, he's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're home, yeah. I won't do it. Or do you only want, do you have to be in the room when I do it? <laughs> well, that one she's not going to go. <laughs> well, <with. laughs> well, you never know. You got to be somebody in the you middle. <laughs> yeah. What would you think? Well, I. <laughs> is this going to creep into a threesome conversation? Awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it does. Tell me about this, Natalie. I don't know. I it's hard to take it seriously because I don't ever see that happening. Well, but, um, I can see Ryan's computer screen and it's it's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> you're, you're typing, in Na- fact. Uh-oh. You're typing, Natalie. Click, click, click. I feel like I think I would be okay. So you know how I am, right? <laughs> no, I'm well, like, well, I don't know. How are you? I never want to like take away your dreams. <laughs> I think I would be a dreams. little like, that's really weird, but if that's what he really wants, okay. Really? <laughs> but then what if what if I start banging it more than I what am that I'm banging you? Like the sex drive moves. Yeah, from I can yeah. also see me it. being like, Well, I'm a real person, like why are you choosing this doll over me? kind of thing. And what if I'm like, Well it's Selena Gomez? I mean it's a Selena Gomez. <laughs> well, I mean, how lifelike is it? Extremely, extremely lifelike. It looks just <laughs> like her, except doesn't like, does she feel, doesn't speak. Like, does, her, like, does her body feel like a body? <coughs> yes. Sure. It is the most lifelike thing ever, except it's not alive. <laughs> I don't mm. know. I think I... And you walk in the weird. door one day from work, and I'm banging it. And that, you don't think that's cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I still wouldn't call it cheating, but maybe more what if like, I? What if at the end I'm like, I love, I love you, I love you, Gomez some, doll. We might have some relationship issues. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in 30 Rock where James Franco was Yeah, with, with the pillow? pillow? Kamiko, the, yeah, the Kimiko love the pillow? pillow. Yeah. He loved her. Yeah, so what if I fall in love with this Selena Gomez doll? I love you, Selena Gomez doll. Uh, that's not. That's so I have not. a funny story about my dad. I want to tell everybody. <laughs> I don't even know what if you don't know, my dad passed away last year, and it's been it's been difficult now as I've lost both of my parents before I've even turned forty, and that's all sad and bad. But while he was still alive, he provided us with so much humor, laughter, and just constant stories to tell. Truth. The man was a walking story, yep. right? <laughs> I mean, everything he did was ridiculous, outlandish, and hilarious. For instance, at my dad's funeral. My friend, Niv, Matt, he told a story about how my dad pulled a gun on him. <laughs> yep. And everyone at the funeral laughed. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, yep, that's him. Yep. Well, they were oh, like, he was like, I felt honored. <laughs> yeah. He said, most people would be terrified at a gun being like, I felt it was an honor. <laughs> he was basically Frank Reynolds. Okay, well, the story I've been thinking of has to do with my dad's severe love of the female body. This is not a Selena Gomez sex oh, talk. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I remember when he was near the end. I picked him up from the hospital, and in his almost comatose state, he got in my car, and he was like, oh, buddy, you should have seen the nurses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You definitely got that from It's him. just the way he was, yeah. <laughs> It's just the way genetic it, it, thing passed down. Yeah. <laughs> Likes the female body a lot. It's just, it's just the way he was. I don't know how um I don't know how he there was like there was no way he couldn't not be that way. It was just like ingrained in his personality. Well, one time <laughs> um my buddies were spending the night. Uh we were in high school, so this was probably about 20 years ago now or so. And my dad used to work afternoons. So he would go to work at like 3 p.m. and work until like eleven. Okay. So he's getting home at midnight, which means he's then awake during like the middle of the night. Uh and that normally meant that he was just alone one hundred percent of the time. As he'd be asleep when we went to school and basically at work by the time we got home. And then when we got home, he'd be asleep, so we just wouldn't see him, right? <laughs> so he could do whatever the hell he wanted to all the time. Which, man, the, thinking about it now, I'm like, God, he had the life. Yeah, he could just do made. what... He was basically a bachelor who just, like, part of his salary went and paid for some of the kids' stuff. Yeah. Well, one Friday night, <laughs> my two of my friends were spending the night, and it was like 1 or 2 a.m., and we were still awake because it's the weekend and we're young and up all night. Well, we came downstairs to get a snack and completely surprised my dad, who assumed he was the only one awake like normal. And what did we surprise him doing, you ask? <laughs> Take a guess real quick. What do you think we surprised him doing? What was he doing? Porn. He had a <laughs> sex doll. Of... Sex doll porn. I don't know if sex yeah. dolls were a thing back then. They were. Were now. they? <laughs> <laughs> he was browsing the internet, so you're correct. But he wasn't looking at porn necessarily. He was looking at Russian mail order brides. <laughs> what, what website? But, but www.russianmailorderbrides.com. But that wasn't just what he was doing. There was this thing. It was like Russian mail order bride raider. And so they were being rated out of 10. You could rate them. Oh, my God. But so he wasn't doing the rating. He was... Or maybe he was. was checking out the rating. Yes. He was okay. like on the Yelp of... He was checking out... Yes. He was yelping <laughs> Russian mail order brides. Okay. It was really funny. We were all, we were like all of a sudden upon him, you know? And so he didn't... The Wonders of Alt-Tab wasn't a thing he knew. Yeah. So right. he's just like, here they are. Yeah. I can't do anything about this. What am I going to do? And it's all dark in the room. <laughs> so we come downstairs around the corner and there's just this, like I said, this completely darkened room with the computer on and this blonde bimbo lady front and center on the screen and my dad looking at us as if his son and friends just caught him in the dark looking at Russian mail order brides on the internet. <laughs> Anyone else would have been like, oh, how did I get here? Or maybe it wouldn't Clicked have been like, head. or maybe it would have been like, don't tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> but not my dad. No, no. My dad played it off as though it was the most normal of things he could possibly be doing. After the look of shock and awe went off of his face because it was like, he was like, oh, fuck. His brain decided to be like, so he answered the question, what are you doing with, oh, well, you know, you know, the guys at work sent me this thing where you can see these ladies and you know, it's like, well, look at this one. She's pretty. I'll bet she's like a 7.256 out of 10. I don't know. And then he clicks the button and shows the score. Oh, sure enough. Look, wow. Look at that. 7.256. <laughs> wow. I was right. And we're like, what? And he's like, let's look at the next one. Okay. Here's Natasha. Yeah. Okay. I'll bet she's like an 8.371. I don't know. Click. Oh, yeah. Well, look at that. 8.371. Oh <laughs> he was right every <laughs> single time, which means he had been looking at this for hours and memorized yep. the scores wow. of these women. <laughs> And we were like, what the fuck? Like, but he was telling this to us, like, yeah, this is just what, he, this is what I do. This is what yeah. I do. Yeah. Everyone does Come this, don't they? And I do this. But like, why was he doing this? Was this porn for him? Was he going to order me one for my 18th birthday? Oh. What was he doing? Why did he not just explain anything? What the hell was he doing? <laughs> he just embraced it. So that 
passed okay. into legendarium in 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 with with me and these two guys because it was just like he didn't. That was it. And then we just like went upstairs. Wait, so I have like, a question okay, about like all right. mail order brides. Yeah, sure. So you rate them, but like, are people are people who don't like you just go on and rate what they look like, and then. Because it's not like these people have have are married to her and then rate them online. Yeah, I don't know exactly still, what was the like, website. What the website was? How you they, rate they were them definitely. Person? It was like Russian beauties. It was like what the website he was looking at. It was it was like something oh, like that. So I don't know if it was actually mail order. And then you brides. just buy them oh. and they show. Up. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't know if yeah. it was actually mail order brides. I don't know if it was some extension of a porn site. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. But he was going Did your mom through ever find each clip. Oh no. Yeah. No, she had no idea. Uh, but he was going through he, he, each woman and he memorized the score because he like he must have like hit the back button a bunch of times when we yeah, came like, upon him like, like oh god I oh god I've been in this page yeah. for three yeah. hours this is not going back to Yahoo yeah. you know and so then he's then Ash I could Jeeves see after, <laughs> after he goes back five times he's like oh there's Natasha again oh there I, it is okay. I know her score this will impress these guys <laughs> you know like we used to ask cool boys oh my god. we watched him cor- correctly guess the exact score down to the down to the thousandth place yeah. <laughs> Three or four times in a row and then ran upstairs WTF well, the entire time. Well, it's funny because now that you're an adult and a parent, like, you know how normal that is. To be on Russian. To look at Russian. Russian no, just to, like, look at inappropriate. Now, now I know. Coming home. Look at inappropriate. There's one Natalie. Age story where I understand my dad. Imagine, like, your kids coming in, seeing something that you look like, you look at it. it there's a chance that it could be, like, inappropriate and weird. Well, okay. I would have, I would have not batted an eyelash if I came downstairs and there's just two women fucking each other. Yeah. You know, that would have been like, oh, okay, we're watching porn. Yeah. This was weird. <laughs> yeah, that is This weird. was weird. Because yeah, I've definitely, like, had experiences where, like, you, I've seen things where I'm like, oh, that's awkward. With your dad? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't on the computer. It was, I remember, you know, back in the day when we used to have... Um, we used Penises. to tape shows, what? you know, Fronts. we used to, on like right. VHS. Fronts. Fronts. Yeah. Pop the tab out. Yeah. You'd record what you'd record <laughs> a show on a VHS and so yeah. you could watch it later when you're not home. Well, one time we Uh-oh. like, we did, we like went and put one in the VCR porn. and then for Uh-oh. like two your mom seconds, and dad, your mom and dad, your mom and dad, it was Scramble like porn. two seconds, oh, it was like porn and then went to the show and I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> he recorded over porn. <laughs> And yeah, then, I found some 80s porn that my dad and had. And there was another time. Lots of bush. And I, this is a very <laughs> young memory because this girl I was Memories. friends with in elementary school. Oh, no. Only. Your dad we had a video. Not my dad. We were at her house and we were in, I remember, we were in her parents' bedroom playing or doing something. And we like went in like a cupboard <gasps> and there was just like a stack of magazines and Ooh. we were like little kids, you know, probably. Remember like back when six, magazines were a thing seven. for porn? Yeah. So I was, we were like, ooh, what is that? Close that door. Wow. That's like <laughs> archaic remember that. now. Remember paying for porn? Like who would do that now? Just. Anyway, have you guys ever They're, walked in on your parents? No. N- no. No. Hallelujah I heard them that. through the wall <gasps> one time. I never My wall in. was adjoining theirs, and it was just like... <laughs> it was my just parents like, were also, like, divorced <laughs> before I would, like... Oh, that's, that's true. true. You know yeah, I mean? that's true. So you that's were young different. enough to not yeah. hear that. Like, I was in, like, Although I was pretty fourth young. grade, and I guess I would have... Like, I don't know how much I would have understood. Yeah, But no, true. I would never... Right. There was just don't this go in one that room. time. Daddy's not hurting mommy. Just don't go in there. <laughs> there was one time where I was like a teenager and I was out and I didn't feel good. So I ended up coming home earlier than my parents expected and your me parent, to. And your mom's hair was all messed and up. And I walked in the front door and my mom like ran up to the door and she like wasn't fully dressed. And I was, she kind of like bombarded me and it was like startled me. And I was like, 
you know, she's like, oh, like, what are you doing at home? And I'm just like, what's going like, on? What do you have, diarrhea? You know, and then I, I just like, all, like, realized, like, it came to, like, I realized what was happening. Like, oh my God, they must be doing was things. Was Dad's penis in the And then so I just like, I was like, I just went hey, into Natalie. my bedroom and closed the door hey. and never came back out. Like, Natalie, if you need something, I'm in the bedroom. You need anything? You good? Okay, go in your room, lock the yeah. door. So I didn't see anything, but I was like, I gathered, but something was happening. One time my dad walked in on me while me and my girlfriend were doing stuff. Oh, God. He walked in. He's just like so she I mean I was young so it was all it was HJ HJ territory was it was all sure, that yeah, happened yeah, you know just, so yeah. I wa- he like knock knock open he didn't do like knock knock wait for me to answer yeah. and then open it was, was knock like, knock, knock open as he was opening yeah. yeah I didn't know he was home because he was always at work right so knock knock open hey do you have the phone and then like close the door <laughs> like full on like her hand on your oh yeah stuff. oh yeah well here's the worst part I finished after <laughs> <laughs> that didn't ruin thanks dad. <laughs> I was a virile young man. 15, I had to. I had to continue. Like, he yelled at me so badly afterward. Yeah. Well, he was like, he was like, first of all, good job. Second of all, he did. What? He's like, he was basically like, what the fuck are you doing? Your mom is out there. She could have been the one that came in. He's like, you want your mom seeing that? And I was like, no, I don't. You know? like, what do you think I was gonna answer? Yes. I was like, I'm just a horny high school student. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, uh, oh boy. Yep. So that's crazy. Uh, Jeff, what about you? What have you been up to, man? Nothing like that. That was some crazy <laughs> um, stories. We just <laughs> okay. Listen. I have two things. I got TV shows I've been watching, and I got a story from Reddit that's not about a poop knife. Oh damn! What do you want to hear first? Uh, is it a pee strainer? No, but oh, it has to do God. with poop. Oh, it falls into the poop, the poop genre. <laughs> let's save that for after the TV discussion. Okay. TV what are you discussion? watching? All right, I'm watching. So this is also the beginning of I feel like every of my favorite shows are like coming back really really soon right now so like ozark is coming back oh yeah flight oh. attendant is coming back yeah that's it's back. Um, the show yeah it just came back but it's I like think. one episode per week oh yeah oh, oh, I there's see. the show on netflix that i really loved season one of called russian doll my dad just told me yesterday wait, he likes i that like show. yes this is <laughs> what, i have like no eight, idea what is it like an 8.23 yeah, she's like an 8.23 <laughs> she's uh the the main character is she's from uh american pie it's probably where you know her the redhead from american pie oh allison hannigan no Okay, maybe not the redhead from. Is it? It's not Elsa Hannigan. So not the one from How I Met Your like Mother. It's like the kind of like not the one from How I Met Your Mother. It's sort of Isn't like the, the crazier one. The, gr- the one from the one from Orange Is the New Black. Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Natasha. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. the Orange Is the New Black girl. Um, she might she might be blonde and whatever. Well, whatever. She. Is I could see her as a Russian male. Right, yeah. right here. Yeah, she's Russian. Yeah. Or eight point three two. Eight point two. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what's her last she. So in the first season, it's a Groundhog Day show. It repeats and repeats oh. and repeats. This one is like a little different. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a different kind of premise. But it's still in Russian this kind doll. of weird, like loop kind of weird kind of thing. But the I was like, how are they going to do this again and again and again? But they changed the the premise. The of premise it. it's of pretty it. cool. Oh, okay. Um, so that were it's only thirty minutes, which I like, and there's only ten episodes, so yeah. we that can kind cool. of cruise through that. But so my new favorite thing that I'm watching is on HBO called Winning Time. Winning time. We started watching that. It's great. Yeah. This is my favorite it's, thing that I'm currently great. watching. It's that's, great. That's on. Talk about it. Is. Tell us what it is. Okay, so Winning Time yeah. is set in the like 80s, so 79 through 80s of, and it's Laker basketball. Mm-hmm. So, so it's the growth of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. So the first kind of episode is is this built up of the Lakers are are they going to draft Magic Johnson? This Magic Johnson Larry Bird kind of right. fight sort of this rivalry. Larry Legend and. Uh, this guy Jerry Buss, 
who is this like eccentric Brule. Steve yeah. Brule, who's like it's just <laughs> amazing being able to see not, it. So, he does. He's like twenty percent Steve Brule. Yeah, he is. So yeah. they do this thing. Steve Brule they do this, this thing in the show where they like break the fourth wall and they'll talk to you. Not in like an office sort of way, but right. all of a sudden, like if it's me and Ryan we're talking to each other about basketball, Jeff just like, turns to the he camera. He can like turn the camera and be like, I fucking hate this guy. Yep. And then they turn yep. back. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like when he does that, it's like that's Brule. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. totally Brule. There's some mannerisms where I'm like, that's Steve Brule. Plus just the way his voice inflects sometimes is like, oh man. John C. Riley. Man, and he yeah. It's, so it's like, just an excuse to watch him, which is amazing because he's absolutely hilarious. He's and great. He plays this guy so well because this guy, Jerry Buss, was this sort of eccentric millionaire, but he didn't really have the money that he really had and bought the Lakers somehow by like trading property and kind of like. He owned the Chrysler building. For yeah. yeah. He sold the Chrysler building yeah. to buy the Lakers. Right. And he right. buys the Lakers when they're in the down, like they're kind of down point, And he sort of creates this show. It's like. Showtime basketball is what he calls it, where there's like dancers and cheerleaders and like this this event that you go to in LA. Right. He creates what we know as where all these celebrities sit down in these Laker games, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. It's very well done. It yes. is very yeah, set in late seventies. Even the well first done. episode, we were like, okay, this. Yeah. Is we're like, this is great. Set yeah. in late seventies, early eighties. The the way that they shoot it, the cinematography and the camera work is it looks old. It looks old. Yeah. It's. I think it's so good. Yeah, I'm like, I, I want to watch it all the time. Also, they somehow, the actors they hired to look like the basketball player, like when Kareem was on, I was like, that's Kareem yeah, like, Jabbar. What, what's he doing there? I yeah. know. I'm like, that's <laughs> Kareem, right? And they were like, hey, Kareem. I'm like, that, I knew it. That looks just like him. Yeah, that's it's funny. great. If you, it was really good. And also, I, I think it can span people who don't necessarily like basketball. I think because yes. it's it's one I of those agree, shows like Friday I'm not Night Lights. Super into basketball. Or even like Ted Lasso is like, oh, it's a soccer show. There's not a much of soccer. Right. There's the right. there's it's basketball the story. in this it's show. It's not about basketball. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, like Friday Night Lights. But if you yep. like basketball and are like you grew up when right. we grew up like in the 80s and 90s and you watched or right. 70s, 80s, 90s, you watched Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, you yep. watched those. Yep. This is Bulls. cool. Yeah. yeah. This is cool. Very cool. Um so that's it's just it's watching. really well done. It's just yes. well done and it's entertaining. We're watching uh, that winning mm-hmm. time, yeah. and we're also watching this show that we heard from the Discord. Amanda and I Plurpy. think Plurpy talked about it. It's called The Great. Okay, that's next on our list. Um, yeah, and we're watching that on as a Hulu exclusive show. Yeah. Is yeah. it great? It's it really is. good. It's good, it's good really not good. great. It's good, not great. No, it, not great. no, no. It's it's it like, so like it far. Like it's it really good. Okay, we're about halfway through the first season, I think, and I've heard the second season is where it's at. Um, but basically, it's the show. I don't know if you know anything about it, but the show is about the rise of Catherine the Great, who okay. yeah. basically was the Empress of Russia. But mm-hmm. it's not like in a boring way. It's in a more like it's a comedy. It's, it's like a comedy, comedy, it's like a comedy. entertaining way because like it's not gonna, it's not one hundred percent accurate. It's not supposed to be sure. like some sort of. It even says in the beginning, drama. it's like the Great, and there's an asterisk, and it says like, mo- like mostly like, sometimes accurate. sometimes so true. That's yeah. why yeah. when at first when I saw the picture for it on Hulu, I was like those that show those shows don't. That's what I, mean, I don't want to watch. I want because I've been recommended before. Queen Victoria this. show. I don't want to watch that kind yeah, of show. It's not like, but that. I've heard it's like a comedy satirical sort. So of So it's thing. not like that. slapstick comedy, which I thought it was going to be when no. we started it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a show, but it's yeah, it's funny. got drama in it too. But it's also mostly it's just kind of more of like ridiculous. Goofy. Yeah, goofy. it's okay. like goofy. Like the guy who plays the current uh, emperor, Peter. Uh, Peter. Peter He's just he's a ridiculous. All he does character. is like okay. talk about how big his cock is and fucking women, and, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Um, it's really good. It, it is it's really good. really well done. Elle Fanning is in it. Who um, she's Dakota Fanning's little sister, yeah. which is really weird for me because to me, if you said Dakota Fanning, I think a little little yeah. girl. Yeah. Right. But now her younger sister's in it, and she's naked all the time. And I think you her know, younger like, sister Ooh. is now more relevant than she is. Yeah, totally. I think so too. Elle Fanning's totally done a lot is. more. Yeah, I've seen her in other stuff too, and the guy who plays Peter is 
Beast from X Men. Nicholas Holt, I think his name. Yeah, is? from oh, okay. X Men First Class. If yeah. you've seen X Men First Class, yeah. it's a really, really good show. It is good so far. I, is I it like great it. yet? Not yet. It's not for me. Great. It's not so right now. I wouldn't. I'm not like. Oh, I can. That's all I want to watch is that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, really good so far, and I'm excited. Really I'm excited to keep nice. watching it. Yeah, yeah we'll check it out. We also tried. What else did we? We just watched the the latest season of the um, Great Pottery. Yeah, the Great Pottery Throwdown. Down. Which is awesome. Which we love that yeah, show. Love that. And so there's a new season, then we'd watch it in like a week. Same premise, you know? but yeah, darn it, it's over. Yeah, it's just yeah. really yeah. cool. The it, stuff they make with the pottery, and it makes you want to like learn pottery. It just well, and it's awesome. it's a it's a British um it's a British reality show, yeah. which is much different than an American I think reality we show. This yeah, the last time as... we like watched it, but it's just it's not all it's not about the drama, which is what America is all about. It's more it's really about the competition and all the people are so nice to each other. And it's I just like that kind with of the like, baking, the British baking show where they're just like, I'll help everyone. They're cheering Let's help each other yeah. together. Yeah, like the main guy, like zero drama. It's just the pottery throwdown. The main guy who's like the the judge. He literally cries at everybody's work. Because it's like, oh, oh so I remember, beautiful. Yeah. yeah oh, right. you know what's funny, though? So, like, the host, like, broke her leg or something. So they had a, a host through most of this one that was not her. And we were like, this girl looks so familiar. It was Sassy from Ted Lasso. <laughs> Sassy from Ted Lasso. Nellie's so pissed that you cut her off. She's, like, so <laughs> angry. Time. You're not getting you that sex doll. You can't ever let me have my own thing. You are not getting sex doll. Inter- I'll stop interrupting you if I can get the sex doll. No, it's like you. I like build. I took the punchline. Take the punchline. It's like ninety-five percent that sentence. Sassy from Ted Lasso. Sassy from Ted Lasso. Why do I even talk? And it it, was from X Men. (laughs) Got you. You said V. You You got served. (laughs) If I had the Selena Gomez, so we're also watching. Oh, we're watching this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like I just finished your no sandwiches. (laughs) <laughs> Dang it. All right, Jeff, tell us your Reddit story. I got it. I got it. Got a thing. Yeah, thanks. Okay. So this is from the uh, subreddit Truth Off My Chest. Truth Off My Chest. For some Ew. people just like... You said it's about poop. Is there poop on my chest? No, yeah, like I got to get this story off my yeah, chest. Yeah, you know, it's like I have to tell somebody this because I've been living with something like Sound this like and I don't know what chest. to do. Well, it's something to do with poop. <laughs> this is titled, <clears throat> My Wife Poops in the Shower. <laughs> Come on. Okay. It's not very long. Oh, man. My wife poops in the shower and stomps it down the drain. (gasps) This is not a joke. Wait a minute. She recently told me this, and I've been living living with it for weeks now. She even broke the news to me while laughing about it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. She said, you know what a waffle stomp is? No. She asked me as she laughed and laughed (gasps) so hard, she started crying. You married this woman. I feel disgusted and betrayed. You should. Says this guy. <laughs> I can't even look at her over breakfast anymore before I head off to work. And while I'm at work, all I can do is wonder to myself, is she pooping in the shower right now? And waffle stomping it? again. What's a waffle stomp? Uh, you know how the drain is like, looks like a wall. Oh. Yeah. Push it down. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. That's, that's so um, disgusting. Apparently, this has been going on for years. <gasps> She says she uses the scented candles she obsessively buys online to mask the smell. <gasps> I work 12 to 15 hours a day, so plenty of time for her to cover her shit stink. There's a toilet right next to the a shower. A few times right. we've had to snake that drain due to a clog, and now I know why. <laughs> she, he says, I'm not sure I can live this life anymore. Yeah, I g- g- gotta get out. Oh my yeah. God. Yep. That is disgusting. That's disgusting. Oh, what Why wouldn't you just go in the toilet? I, have, I, and you don't I just have to screenshotted just the story. Skin. You're, you're 
Oh, stomping the poop down the you're, drain so you, with your foot, you with your bare foot. Well, like, Take a dump, or no do you squat? Can, do you just I mean, kind of like, like she does it on purpose? You stand there and let it go. There's she's hundred no percent like doing it on purpose and stomping it down the drain. Well, and she thinks it's funny. Pipes, those pipes are not toilet pipes. Poop does not go down shower drains. No, right. That that's, that's not, not like where that's not where pipes. poop goes. <laughs> Where does that pipe lead? <laughs> well, eventually leads to the same pipe, but that's a smaller pipe. Well, I wonder because pipe. it depends on if you're on a if you're if you're on a septic field or not. Because I that? doubt that does the shower go I don't to think the our septic field. Goes to the septic field. I feel like it's the toilets that go there. Yeah, I feel that way too. Where does the shower? She's trying to save the septic field. Maybe. The shower goes out to the lake. But that's fucking disgusting. Ew. That is seriously disgusting. If you have someone in your life that poops in the shower, you need to leave them. You got to go to Reddit about it. You have to go to Reddit and tell us. <laughs> oh tell my the world. God. Get it off your chest. I mean, I, I do not want it to go near any poop. And it's like, like you. So if you found right, out, yeah. if you found out after many years that I was pooping in the shower, would you be more disgusted than finding out that after many years I've been slicing my poop in half with a knife? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, the poop knife is like because you're not touching the poop, the poop knife for how disgusting all that stuff is. That's that's courtesy. You're right. actually cutting up so you don't cause the drain to clog. Right. You're doing <laughs> that out of in the shower because your poop's apparently You're right. This is more akin to like the po- instead of a poop knife, I reach my hand in and I just grab it and yeah. <laughs> squeeze. Right. I would rather you tell me that you cut poop than right. poop in the shower. Or a poop, like a worse, yeah. A poop glove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a poop squisher glove. It'd be like instead of cutting it with a knife, you'd like take it out and put it in a bag and put it in the trash. Like that's worse. Like the poop knife is like you said, a courtesy. And it's the least probably disgusting way to do Even taking the poop out that. of the toilet and putting it in a bag is slightly a courtesy more than stomping it down a drain. Waffle stomping your poop well, down a drain. Why are you okay. saving your poop for the shower? Poop in the toilet. Right, There's a toilet also, right there. That guy has to shower probably in the same shower. And so does probably company that comes poop. over. Yep. Poop so he's been, all over the floor. There's Okay, water just rinsing it down isn't going to sanitize it. Hopefully she cleans it. All the time. Hopefully she cleans her shower consistently with like antibacterial. What happens when he does his monthly lick the drain test? Because yeah, don't you guys do true. that? Yep. Now you get, so there's poop on there. <laughs> is it clean? The story is not even funny. It's like disturbing. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't read it very funny. I read it. I want to know what the comments. I want to know what the comments. I think my mouth was just open said. the whole time in shock and disgust. A lot of the comments <laughs> talked about like right away. It was like this. This is clearly written for Reddit. Like this yeah, is like this, this is needs not, to be on Reddit. Is, A lot of right. people were like, "You have to leave her." A lot of people were disgusted talking about the pipes. Like, all she's doing is clogging the pipes yeah. up. It's just going like like to major problem soon. If I was her husband, I would be like, this is not funny. You need to stop this. And if you continue this, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, like, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> right. Wow. Like, you need to stop doing that. It's You're not sound funny. violent, Natalie. We're going to have a problem. This is going to be like... I'm going to be waffle stomping your sex face. Doll? <laughs> down sex the doll? Sex doll? in the shower? It's you so, can buy a sex doll. It's so Natalie's so angry it's at this. disgusting. You're right. If I found out like, Natalie... You know, I kind of want to find out that Natalie's tampening has, poop down the drain so then, you can buy then I can just buy the sex doll with, without even asking I am the most her fingers in the air her fingers in the air her fingers in the air like a dictator yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am the cleanest person in this entire family <laughs> and when it comes to that stuff you think about when that? it comes to poop well just like general... I would say that we are the same when it comes to going to the bathroom <laughs> Why? Mm. This is not a declaration you can make on the show that you're cleaner than me going to the bathroom. I guess I'm I the cleanest person in the house when it comes to yeah. tampening poop down the drain in the like, shower. I'm not thinking about like the kids. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a. 
<laughs> you Watch are it. cleaner than an eight year old. Yeah, not <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Kids do some gross things. They better not poop in the drain. Holy shit! They don't right, I can say that. Yep. Back in the golden ages of 2019, but what feels more like the 1950s, a game called Planet Unknown came to Kickstarter. Oh. It funded quickly and 78 years later arrived. A bit bloated and clumsy like me, but also charming and hung like a lazy Susan, also like me. Planet Unknown is a polyaminal game where players draft tiles and place them on their planet board, moving up tracks on their adjacent track board, sending a Land Rover to collect and clean up meteorites, vying for endgame gold cards, unlocking technologies, and increasing civilization. The game is centered around playing polyamino tiles, and they are all arranged inside of this Lazy Susan. There's an inner and an outer ring in this Lazy Susan that is all contained with tiles. Each turn, the active player rotates the Lazy Susan wherever they want to and then takes one of those two tiles on either the inner ring or the outer ring that's aligned with them. Then every other player takes one of the two tiles that's aligned with them. So everyone plays on everyone else's turn. It's just that the active player is the one that gets to choose where the tiles go. In a two-player game, and I think a solo game too, Jeff was mentioning, there's no choosing. You just rotate the Susan one spot. <laughs> the, Susan. the Susan. The Susan. After players draft their tile, they place it on their board, adjacent to any other tile already on their board. Each tile has two different icons on it. And so once the tile's placed, there are tracks on another player board that each player has in front of them associated with these icons. So basically, let's say uh, the tile I play has a green icon and a black icon on it. So I move up one on the green track and one on the black track. Every so often, there are things on those tracks that you will pass that give you things like points or single tiles or civilization cards or unlocking technologies or the ability to move your Land Rover. At the end of the game, <coughs> you score points for every row and every column that you have fully filled with tiles. Some of the tiles have meteorite icons on them, and when they come out, you place a meteor token on them. If these tokens aren't cleared away by the end of the game, they negate points in the row and column that they're in. So the game is essentially placing tiles, moving up tracks, clearing meteorites, and trying to score the most points possible. There are so many player boards with very uh, asymmetric layouts, a multitude of different technologies and different player powers. The game is really replayable, and very, variable. So things I like. <laughs> you, like that? you like that one? Very variable. Um, this has potential to be my favorite polyomino game of all time. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. And that's coming from the polyomino man time. who's played every polyomino game I am in the history of polyomino <laughs> king. I have... My penis is a polyomino shape at this point. Yep, it's a Cleveland Z. It is Hopefully a Cleveland it's Z. Four straight one. <laughs> no, it's the Cleveland Z. It's not. Hopefully, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's the not. The, it's not the hero. It's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the feel of this game. Uh, taking a tile on everyone's turn is so great. The zero downtime thing is amazing. Simultaneous play is something I really love in games, and this one plays so smoothly. You always feel like you're accomplishing something. There are very few turns where nothing happens for you or you've gone nowhere. And when those turns do happen, few and far between, wait 30 seconds and another turn's right there. Yep. The different player boards and almost infinite replayability of this game is really exciting. I genuinely want to play every one of them and feel how different they make the gameplay. The way the game plays, though, I think is the best part. It just works really well. You take a tile, you figure out where it goes, then you move up on some tracks and do it all over again until it ends. It's very simple. There's basically zero setup. You just put the Susan in the middle of the table, choose your player boards, figure out the end game scoring cards, and away you go. It's very, very quick. Things I didn't like. 
Uh, I'm not sure about this yet. We've only played the starter boards, but I'm a little bit worried, and Jeff can talk about this when he talks about it because he has a different opinion, but I'm worried that the scoring isn't going to necessarily be super variable if you play on the starter boards. Natalie and I tied in almost every scoring category, and the reason is because those tracks you go up are ancillary. You don't have to do anything other than play the game to move up those tracks. And so every player moves up two tracks every single turn. So by the end of the game, everyone is more or less the same level on the tracks, give or take the colors. So I think if the other boards weren't in the game, this would possibly get stale quicker. Also, in a two-player game, as I mentioned, you're only turning the, the Susan once instead of picking wherever you want to. So I think that could be another reason, uh, another way to go up maybe tracks you want more instead of just, you know, I have to take yeah. whatever I get. Or even just how you place the tiles on the board because, like, we're basically all, we're both of us are getting, like, the choice of the same tiles the same amount of times where like we could pick like one true tile a bunch we of could pick the same tile yeah that's very true i mean you get two you get the choice of two but you're but you're no, right know, you definitely like, would have more yeah. but there are a bevy of these additional player boards and player powers yeah. and everything so that's that that shouldn't be an issue yeah um another issue i had is the production is a little bit lackluster all of my boards are warped the quality of the cardstock is not very high, and it seems like it kind of seems like I have a used copy. That's what it feels like. I opened it up and I took it out, and I was like, eh, "This all just feels like sort of worn and dusty." It's really strange. It just feels like it's new. It's brand new, but it kind of feels like it's not. It's weird. Overall, though, I don't care about that. The game is incredible. It plays smoothly, easily, and whether going up the tracks is ancillary or not, it's fun. It's fun to do that. Feeling like you are constantly progressing all game is something I really, really enjoy. Um, I enjoyed this game immensely. I think with a couple more plays on those other boards, this could be my favorite polyomino game that there is. We go clockwise, Natalie. What do you think? Natalie. <laughs> uh, yeah, this game, I also loved this game. Um, you know, similar reasons. The tra I love tracks. Going up all the tracks was fun. And even... I liked all of the, I mean, like some of them, like the water one was basically just like points or whatever, but, but the Rover track was like a hot track, you know, the, yeah. the tech track gives you like these special powers, which was like exciting to like try to get to those so you can do those powers. Then there was that other track that gave you like cards that yep. gave you special things. So it was all, most of them were like really cool, uh, had really cool like benefits. And then even sometimes when you'd go up on the tracks, you know, sometimes it would let you go up for free on any other track. And so, like, I, you know, had a few cool turns where, like, I went up on this track and it let me go up on another track, which right. let me go up on another track. And yeah. then I got all this stuff that turn and, like, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm also very excited about the different boards and I would have, like, played it again right away. And I'm excited, just like you, to try it all out. Because another good thing about this game is, you know, like... It's one of those games we can just pull out, you know, mm. setup isn't very okay. big and, <laughs> and, and, um, and it doesn't take that long. It didn't take us that long. Like, no, looked, super quick. Well, because every is 70 minutes, there's no downtime. There's no way it, it took us 70 minutes to play this game with two players. True. But I mean, at the same time, when you're with four players, you're all still playing at the same time for the most part. I'd also be interested in trying the, the, the main boards again yeah. with out playing the rule in a two-player yes. game where you only go so one at a time i could I, I think it'd be fun to just like i'm very put curious it wherever you want. i'm curious why in a two-player game 
you don't play with those normal rules. The like, only thing the rule book says is it makes it easier to plan. That's the only thing the rule book says. I just don't understand like, why, why does a two player game need to be easier to plan, but not like a three player. Yeah, game? I don't know. That's I, the part right. I don't. I don't get so that I'm either. I kind of want to like play that just to see like, oh yeah, this makes a difference. It's worse, or it doesn't really matter, or you know. And I, I'm just curious to see. I'm work. guessing. I'm here's what I'm guessing. This is just as a guess. In a in a three player game, three turns go by. And you only get to choose once. Yeah. In a two-player game, you're getting to choose every other turn. Maybe they thought that, oh, was, that was too much. Too much. Like too easy. Yeah. Like okay. I you know what I that. mean? Where yeah. in a in a more multiplayer game, you're beholden to whatever the active player is picking, and you just have to deal with it. Where in a two-player yeah. game, you're not dealing with it as much. But you maybe. never get to choose. Yeah. That, that other way, right? You never get to choose. I don't know. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I'm sure they did it for some reason. Let's um, call Adam. Yeah. 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 I'm sure they did it for some reason. I also but. think this is like a really good like game game that plays up to six players. You know, like sometimes we have six players at game nights and we're like, yes, we're just playing party games. But this feels like a game game that would be like really fun. But also a game nons can, nons can just get. Yeah. Because it's not a difficult rule explanation. And oh, yeah, I agree. It, it was really fun. Um, the quality of the components did not bother me at all, probably because it, I was having fun, so I didn't even care or notice, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that I also really like the rovers. I think that part of the game is really fun um, because that's like a tension, like a, like a tense part of the game where like that's true. you're like, oh, I got to get up on this track so I can move these rovers to get rid of these meteorites and these other things that could potentially give you negative points or not give you points. And so like you're just like yeah, not in the collecting middle of doing all that stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. You, you could get completely screwed. Like, you could lose up to six rovers. points not getting that. Yeah. You have to do it. So that part's really fun on top. Plus they it's give not, you so points. Not, mm-hmm. The point is like it's not just like placing polyominoes and going up on tracks. Like that's like a, I'd say like the third big component of True. the gameplay. And I liked all of it a lot. Awesome. What about you, man? Okay, let me start with some bullshit. Okay. This game was supposed to deliver <laughs> in October of 2020. We are now talking about this in April, almost May of 2022. It took forever. Yeah. I actually, I, I and actually logged my other play online, and it was March 2020. Wow. And for what is in that box, that is bullshit. <laughs> so I'll call like I'm calling them out. Production value is not good. Yeah, it doesn't it's feel not, used. It does not feel like it feels a used. Kickstarter deluxe edition of anything, especially yeah. one that took two and a half years because of COVID? for you to get to me. Like, uh, maybe. I you don't, had I don't two know. and a half years to make this game, <laughs> and the Lazy Susan doesn't really fit in the box. Oh, yeah, really? it doesn't. It is like, like sort of a is. centimeter up, so it lifts the box a little bit. It's oh, also yeah. a little bit too wide. I'm like, you had a lot of time to make this game feel better my box has indents in the yes, sides and the it's bowed and it's it bowed out oh. yeah so wow. that is i'll just call it a mild annoyance right i was annoyed that it took so long i was annoyed that when i got it it was it was the box still lifted and you know it just yeah. that bugged me yeah you were hoping it would the be a perfect are like the boards are a little too thin yeah, they're, they're going thin. to warp a minor um, warped for this is also a this is a big box it's a bigger box it's not it's like it's the side like the sideways size of like a caverna but it's as big as like as wide as ticket to ride right it's a big that is a it's big huge. box in a collection so i would have liked that to just be better here's something i backed this game before my child could speak or walk 
and now he is almost three. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's I, so, I will say that's the way Kickstarter goes sometimes. I have five sometimes. projects that I backed before that that still haven't shipped. Whoa! I have four projects that I backed before that that showed up. Yeah, or I have after that. Well, that I have a up, ton right? that after that so, that showed up too. But I, well, I guess what I mean is like it's not like the miss. only it's not game. But, you know, like, it's not like the worst one example. We always talk of a about like that, the shivers. The shivers is taking yeah, a long time. That's taking the forever production too. quality of the shivers is going to be better. Oh than my this. god, it better be that right? game looks so, so great. This is this is like nitpicking because I well, also I'll say this. I remember a time it was last year, maybe around this time. I remember Jeff was like. I don't even care anymore. About I don't. Planet I, it. I'm I was like, I'm, yeah. He was like, I don't even because care. Because he keeps sending updates to these pictures. And I'm like, that doesn't like. What am I getting out of this? Right? Does and yours is yours like mine? Does yours kind of like feel like a used copy? Yeah, like it's like, like because dusty the and things are thinner. Really? Like you kind of yeah. see a little bit of wear along. Yeah, the it's edges. like already wearing before I even got um, it. It, was, it, I, it really feels strange. like it's wearing because of the box situation. It's just like yeah, no. I think the card the card stock they used is is yeah. And I don't know anything about fulfilling a Kickstarter. Like it's annoying. The game was seventy bucks, so that's plus. What is this Adam's Apple? Right, like maybe it's their first big. Like, they probably just don't have the money. So is my guess. for all that annoyance, I will probably say that this is or will be my favorite Polyamo yep, game. Hell yeah, one that I will reach for all the say. time. Yeah, yeah but agreed. all the annoyance. They're lucky the game is. They're great, lucky the game is like good because I'd have fucking blown it up. It is so I, good. I started angry. Yeah. yeah. I start. I'm like, I'm not forgiving. You started you. angry a year ago. Yeah. And it's so, not like I backed it in October of 2020. It was supposed to be here in October right, yeah. of 2020. Yeah. My child was like, it wasn't even born. We might not have been born when I backed. It. I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's crazy. So you're but saying it won you over? It did. I didn't. I'm not Ooh. forgiving anyone of the production quality or anything like that. But I'm not forgiving one. But. I think the game is great. I think it like after so we played the I great. picked it on my game night a couple weeks ago. I picked it. We played the base game. It was three of us. We just played regular planet, regular tracks, and then immediately I was like, We're playing again. So we all we did was flip over our tracks mm-hmm. and our planet and we played. That's how I knew Jeff liked the game. That's uh, how I knew. And my he planet played it twice had, back to back. So now each planet has some restriction about placing tiles or where you can go. Dave actually had the what, what I thought was maybe the coolest planet. He had the Tetris planet. So every time he placed a, a tile, he had to be able to slide it in from one way or the other. Oh, cool. So like, how cool is that? Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's some where you like, you have to cover certain spaces. I had to like, all of my tiles had to be anchored because in the middle was oh, like the ring. ring. That's right? my board. Oh, yeah. So that's I had my the board. ring had to be anchored to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you can't just place the tile in the ring. Yeah. It has to be outside. And the then ring we flipped bit. over our track board. So now everybody's tracks is different. So you get bonuses in different ways. And you so can you mix and match those focus. too. Exactly. So now you have eight boards and eight planets that you can mix and match. That's so cool. now I might want to go up on the green one all the time. So if I'm playing, I'm like, I'm going to start, whenever I spin it, I'm going to pick a green one because I can go up on that. And mine was kind of cool where my green track was shorter. But I could only move it if I extended my green land. So if I just placed a green tile, I didn't get to do it. But if I made a green land I already had bigger, I then got to move oh. up and my track was shorter. And then I got to pick bonuses See, as I See, this makes it so, so much more so cool. strategic. And also, when you move up on, I don't know if it's a tech track or whatever, you got different powers as you moved mm-hmm. up. Yeah, all the and tech tracks And then that interacts with the planet differently, no matter what right, you do. So yeah. that was amazing. So cool. playing it just back to back, I was like... Because the base game, like you said, if it was just that... I'd have been a really angry at the Kickstarter. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been selling it now because it, it would have felt like, all right, I'm going to play this five times. I'm never going to want to play right, it again. Yeah, for sure. But I want to play it 50 times because I want to try to do it with all these different mm-hmm. puzzly sort There's of things. There's one, the, the reverse board of mine had four rovers. Mm-hmm. So you start with four oh, rovers, yeah. which is cool. But every rover, when you collect the meteorite, you have to then deliver it 
to yeah, a that to was a rover that icon. was Dave had that with a Tetris board. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you had to deliver it to one of the icons, right. but then but there was get a power that let you do something, right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah, so I would recommend if you if you find this game or play this game, I would recommend playing the standard boards first. Play that first. Get a hang of the game, how the thing works. Totally. Lazy Susan. Yeah, and totally. then I would play it immediately. I would play it right after and be like, flip this over, let's play. Um, I think the rules are simple and straightforward. It's probably be taught in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's thing, quick. It's so quick. And um, the Lazy Susan, I like. So there's, Ryan was mentioned that there's two tiles you have um, an opportunity of getting. You can take the middle of the Lazy Susan out and you spin it before the game is. So you don't have the same pair of tiles right. yeah. on the same spot. So I like that a lot. That changes like, oh, it's, I have the, the two one and the L. Like you don't have that all the time. You can spin that right. around. Right. Um, the lazy Susan is still kind of cheap feeling, but it's, anyway. it's chintzy. Um, yeah. Well, I'm again. I'm guessing this. You know what it reminds me of, Jeff? It kind of reminds me of the original printing of Underwater Cities. Mm. With uh, what well, those boards were cheap. Yeah, like the production grand. of that game completely was cheap. Yeah. Luck, uh, luck, or luckily, it wasn't a Kickstarter. So right. nobody, you didn't have those those butthurt feelings of okay, it's been three years and this is what I get. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's the kind of production it feels like in Planet Unknown. It feels like that first printing of Underwater Cities where the game is amazing. Yeah, but it's like, what did they? They must not have had money. Right, they're cutting thankfully corners the, somewhere. Thankfully, the tracks are are dual layered, so you can actually move up on the tracks. That if that, that was cool. just the if that was just a flat thing, that'd be annoying because a table bump could slide it. But again, mine are warped, man. Yeah, I had to do some, like, yeah, you know, you know that, that tense folding that you Yeah, they're like, oh, don't oh, break. Because oh, the moment you put just slightly too much, it just, you get that yep. little, oh, and yep. then it yeah. makes everyone cry. Yep. Um, <laughs> I do think that moving, being able to choose your, see, like the commander, choose your two made the game more fun for me instead of just the rotating with two players. Yeah, I didn't know that's how sure. two players went. Yep. The one player I get, you're trying to beat the game so you can plan out. Um and one player, it's like, if I could just pick every tile that I would do that. Yeah, would right. You would so just easily it. win. But I liked, like, even thinking about, if you want to play the game like this, going, all right, th- these two tiles have meteors on them. I'm going to send them both over to Dave. I'm going to send them both to Dave because he now has to put a meteorite on his thing. Yeah. Yes, it might give him a third of a point later, but maybe it's close to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He has to put it somewhere, and now that's going to lose him three points. If you want to play the game like that, when you look around, you can do that. Yeah, see, that's like, nothing we could ever even right. think I of know that, that Ryan needs to move up on the red track, so if right. he keeps moving on the red track, I'm going to send him a tile that doesn't have red. Yeah. And you you can play other people with that too, or you can just say, this is what I need. My special asymmetric board needs to go up on the tech track because now I get two spots or I get two cards or something, right? Yeah. So I'm only going to keep taking those every time. Right. Right. Um, so I like having that decision, but also like you need that you need the game to let someone else take your fate too, because you don't want to keep just picking. If you just picked your tiles over and over again, that's not fun. But waiting for like the tenseness of Dave spinning that thing around and being like, maybe this I one. I need and then you're that like, one. Yes. Yep, yep, yes. Yep, put yep, it there, yep, and yep, he's yep. like, oh, nah. this one's better. I'm like, no, yeah. not that one. <laughs> yeah. um, I do like that. The, the middle tiles are smaller and the outer tiles are a little bigger. So you're never screwed with like some giant tile that might mess you up. Right. Um, it also might be really beneficial to take smaller tiles because then you have more room on your board. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bigger tiles might fill in those spaces. To, so I just thought, I thought, I think puzzle it's great. It, I think it's yeah. like, bet, I think it's in the great category. Um, the puzzle is just good. And it's yeah, I think it, I think and, it has potential to be the best polyamino game there yeah, is on I the market. Agree. Yeah. And, so it, even if for it, 
I can ignore the production quality things. I actually don't mind the art on the planets and on the tiles. Yeah, the artwork's good. The art, I think, I think the great. artwork is good. I can excuse the box everything looks nice else. too. It's a nice looking box. Yeah, I'm excusing everything else because the game lived up, and I was going in bitter and upset <laughs> right. with the game. You were mad, and I went in and we play. I played it twice, and I you would, lived up to I your would name. have like just yeah i would have played it again after that yeah if I, yeah if i felt like we had enough us time. too we were like let's do this but now we got to play other stuff yeah so i would say <laughs> great one i would say do i would be interested if you guys play it with two if you decide to like spin it if we're gonna um, we're gonna try it again try and, and spin it yeah because then you can focus on the track maybe you need a little more and plus, definitely flip the board plus over. that's just fun yeah. to be able to be like i can do whatever i want yeah. mm-hmm. it definitely was kind flip of a- the boards over definitely i wouldn't play with the base i don't think ever again yeah. if you play the game once i would never play with the base unless you're playing with new yeah, people i agree i don't know what it would feel like with six because um, now you're going a long time without being able to pick a tile, but that's a new challenge, right? That's a new thing of like. Well, then it kind of feels more like I guess the just rotating. Although you're right. just you just can't you just literally have to take whatever you're given. Yeah. Where in the two player game, you can at least be like, okay, I'll get this one. The next turn, I'm gonna get yeah. one of those. Yeah. The next turn, yeah. I'm gonna, you know. Especially at the end when I ran out of space quicker than Ryan, um, I was like, okay, I have like two more turns before because I can see exactly what my options are. You right know. so she's so like, like i'm gonna okay, end it in two turns I can, take basically. This, I can take that and then i won't be able to take either one of those like you know so i plan yeah. like my next like three turns another thing i want to mention oh did you want to say okay. something jeff i was just gonna say something with that when we ended our we ended our game where i was like running out in our first game i had very little tiles i could fit and it was bill's turn he was like well now my choice is like what if bill wants two more tiles if he picks something that i can't pick the game ends so right. he he on his turn purposely went for one that wasn't optimal for him so I would then have to place the tile so, so he would he then get another, another tile turn. right okay. and that I think that's even something to think about yeah. toward the end of the game I like that that's true another thing I want to say in its favor is I talked about the technologies and the civilization cards and what I like so much about those is in a lot of games technologies are they're always awesome technologies are yeah. always really cool but sometimes they're tricky or you have to remember them in this game, they're so simple. So on the main board, anyway, the first technology is when you get up to this first technology, you unlock it. It's basically you get to ignore the adjacency placing rule. Yep. You just place so you can just place it wherever the cool. hell you want to, which is awesome. It's nothing you forget. It's right there. It's not something you have to be like, what does that do again for yeah. me? All the technologies are like that on the on the intro board. And the civilization cards are the same thing. When you When you go up on the civilization track, and you um, you basically get up to a certain point where you can take cards. You just look at these cards, and they're either immediate, they happen right now, or they're end game scoring cards. There's only a few of them, and you look at them, and they're all good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, which one do I want? Okay, I'll take this one. Boom. And that gets me, now I get to go up two on this track. Boom. And that's it. And But it's good. It's really good. It's really simple. And I'm so happy they put it in there. There's also an event deck we haven't played with yet. We, we did not play with that. So yet. there's an event deck in there where every round you just flip over a card and it just basically yep. does something to you. Probably bad, but you never know. Yeah, I think they range from not great to bad. Right. Like that's kind of the. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's a bunch of the, the box comes with a lot of ways to make the game replayable and variable. Yeah. And it's. Amazing. That that part of it, I think, is is amazing. Yeah. I'm very, very, very pleasantly surprised they did all of that because the game is so simple. Like Jeff said, you play on those intro boards. He doesn't ever want to play on those again. I would play on it again, but I can see definitely you don't want to play on them yeah, very often. A lot. Was, if it was just that, it no yeah. other boards, no event deck, no like other ways to play the game. It would you'd play it five times yeah. and you probably you, you, you even, might not play it again. You could even just play with a different 
trackboard and keep the base planet. Yeah, right? you can yeah. do that. You which, can mix and right, match so now them. I, now I'm way. only thinking of one new set of rules or one new set of right. things instead of two. Yeah, um, or I, vice versa. Yeah, it's. Very good game. It's so that is Planet Unknown uh, by Adam's Apple Games. Never heard of Adam's Apple Games. I wonder if this is like could be their first. Their first, yeah. I Adam Ray Rayberg. He's he's the Adam and Adam Rayberg. Oh. Poor Ryan Lambert. You're didn't right. Get a Ryan. Maybe he's the Apple. He's the yeah. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Apple's his middle name. Ryan Apple Lambert. What do you got, Jeff? <laughs> okay, I have a game. I have a game called Witchstone. Okay. Which not one? like which, not like which one you choose. Not like, like which is a it? witch. Like he, he, like a, oh, like the stone witch. of a witch. Yeah, the stone like of a witch. A witch. A witch. A witch. Burner. Oh, a, a small rock. Very small, small rocks. A duck. <laughs> Natalie? I don't know what you're talking oh. about. <laughs> An apple. <laughs> it's uh, Monty Python. And the Holy Grail. Oh. Yep. Um, okay, so this game is called Witchstone. It's by R&R Games. This was a game that was high on my list at Gen Con last year, and R&R didn't show up to Gen Con. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm never going to get it. But Dave got it. Ooh, Dave. And I was excited because this oh, game okay. is by the doctor. Dr. Knizia. Reiner Knizia made this game. And Martino, this, this name, Nick this Bride. last name's tough. Chia Chiria. Chia Chia. Chia Chia. And he has made games that we might like, a lot of stuff we don't know, but Deckscape. Um, and Wonderbook have been kind of his. I haven't heard of Wonderbook. Wonderbook is that you've, you, I know you've heard of it because you saw Gen Con. You sure. like unfold the board. It's like a gigantic Oh, and then it comes out. Board. We almost bought that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We so that's, like tested it out. Yeah. So those are his games. But, you know, with a doctor's, when Reiner Knizia's name is on a box, right. everyone pays attention to it. Shit. Right. Okay. So in Witchstone, you are doing witch stuff. Okay. Doing witch, witch stuff. Sounds great. Right. This is, again, this is a theme. You don't really know. Like, it's it's a... The Canizia doesn't... Whatever. Theme yeah. doesn't really play. There's not really part. theme in this. So, each player begins with their own personal player board cauldron. Ooh, I like that. A cauldron. In the cauldron, you're made up of, like, hex spaces. Connecting like hex spaces, okay? Yeah. Um, the main board is, like, a giant board. In the middle is this crystal ball that has a city in it. Again, trying to, like, fit the theme. Hmm. You have a big witch on there. You pick, like, your starting spot. And then around that big crystal ball are a bunch of, like, little mini games. Think of, like, Trajan. Like where the board games. is there, and there's a bunch of little mini games. Cool. Okay. Each player also starts with a set of 15 domino hex tiles. Ooh, dominoes! Hex yeah. tiles that are dominoes. So it could be domino. It could be dominoes, but they made them hexes, so you have more connecting sides. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're cut in half. Well, they're not cut in half. There's a line, and there's a symbol on each of the hex sides. Right. So there might like be a, a crystal on one and a wand on the yeah. other one. Right. Sure. Um, so what you do on your turn is you take one of those hex tiles and you place it in your cauldron. And then you okay. take the associated actions of the icons on the tile that you placed. Okay. You also get a very cool bonus, and you get to do that action as many times as you have created a cluster of that same action ah, in the, cu- in the cool. cauldron. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, to me it does. A, I don't know if it makes sense to everybody out there. Yeah, so there's, uh, like, let's say there's a crystal and a wand, and I place it down there, and that crystal is adjacent to three other crystals. I get to take the crystal action three times, mm-hmm. and that that wand is adjacent to two wands. I get to take two, you know, I get to take those wand actions, right? Um, so early on, you're kind of taking single actions. You might get a double, but then, like, later, you're like, oh, I can take six. If I put it here, I get yeah. six Hell yeah. of these, and that's, like, that's really cool. That's where oh, this... That sounds like something I'd love. Like, combo-tastic. Yeah, ride. that sounds like it. everything Getting a little. Like. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Selena um, Gomez. The <laughs> I got it. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan's back. Natalie has <laughs> Natalie has changed her stance on whether cheating yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, we're back, and Ryan goes. 
I don't want a sex doll. Ryan has, Natalie has talked to me and I decided I do <laughs> Natalie not need... thinks, and I agree, that having a sex doll is really just debased and yeah. <laughs> terrible. Uh, so the actions you can do are, are fairly simple uh, for what you're doing. So there's this one, the big crystal ball is kind of like you're connecting roads or paths. You're using these gems. Okay, think of like, on a really basic, like ticket to ride. You do this thing, you get three gem actions, you put them on there, you try to connect place to place. You can move these little witches around your board and the witches move and they collect different tiles. The tiles let you do actions like right then and there. So you might have the witch action to pick up the crystal tile and then you can do the crystal action. Nice. And that crystal action might make you do something else and then you can keep mm. going. Um, there is this little tracker that we had to use a couple times where it's like, all right, how many actions do I have? How many have I done? Because you might be interrupted between actions doing other things or like, all right, I have six of these move actions and you can like kind of slide it down to go, all right, how many have I used? How many have not to try to like keep track of all of these things because there's a lot of like things just piling on top of each other yeah um there's this also circle in the corner that you move around and gain stuff that's one of the little mini games you can move up a track which gets you bonuses and scorings in your cauldron there are these crystals that you want to move off and once they move off they go shoot into a different direction that lets you do a, an action and you put it on the main board there are end game bonus cards that you can claim so those are all like the games there's like six games that you kind of are playing um, all with this action selection mechanic of the domino hex tiles. Wow. So you keep going for 11 rounds. The, so you start with 15 of these tiles. You have five that are like in your hand that you can place. So what you are they place made of? One. They're cardboard. Oh, okay. Um, Big light would have been sweet. I know, that would have been sweet. So you have five behind your screen that you then play one into your cauldron, and then you draw one up, and then you'll end up only, you'll play 11 of them. So there'll be five left, four left over that you don't play. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, let me tell you what I think. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. I feel like there was a bet. Someone called Reiner Knizia and was like, hey. Bring. Hey. Hey. Reiner. Doctor. Reiner, it's me, Jeff. It's Jeff. It's me, Jeff Madigan. I need you to make a Steffenfeld game. <laughs> Is that what it feels like? And he was like, okay. I can do that. I can do that. Who the fuck is Steffenfeld? It's like he was oh, like, I'm going to try to out Steffenfeld, Steffenfeld. That kid, that new young yeah, buck. who's that guy? <laughs> and he was like, okay. I will. I'll do that. And then he made this game, and it wow. feels like it feels like Trajan and Bonfire. That sounds like a compliment. Really? It feels like I think it's a compliment. I I really like this game. It exceeded my expectations, and I also went into it like I'm ready for this game. It, Interesting. I don't think if I didn't tell you the designer and I just set it up and played it, and you've played so many games before, you'd yeah. be like, Feld. "This is this is a Feld game." Wow. And there's lots of discussion on Board Game Geek, and Dave and I were talking a lot about it of like. People were asking, like, how much of this game is Kinesia? How much of this game is this other, other guy? guy? Because people were talking about, like, this is this feels like a Feld game. This feels like Trajan. It feels like... Are they saying player. it in, like, a rip-off-y no, way? No, in, like, in, in, an, in an okay way. Okay. And a lot of people were talking of, like, oh, the cauldron kind of feels, like, ingenious. Like, you know how you're I like kind ingenious. of... Ma- right? yeah. you're matching kind of the, that matching game. the you things. You match yep. the symbols. Yep. So, like, that, maybe that's his. But these mini games felt like... Okay, because I, I think of Trajan and Bonfire, where in Bonfire, I'm taking those tiles, and where I place those tiles, get me those things, and then I can take those, I turn those tiles in to take the action, right? Yeah, right. The actions themselves aren't overly exciting. Nothing is exciting about moving in a circle, mm-hmm. but it's exciting to move in a circle and then be able to do something else and then be able to move up that track. The exciting part is how do you take those actions? The action selection was the fun part of the game to then do the mini games and have all those like super combo-tastic turns hmm. yeah. where everything was just like building and building and building and building. And this is Dave's? Yeah. So he's not a big Feld fan, huh? He liked it a lot. Really? Wow. Yeah. And Does he like Trajan? I don't know if he's played Trajan. It seems like he wouldn't. I feel like he didn't like it is also if he even played that. On a 
So if we're thinking of weight, it is lighter than Trajan. It is lighter oh, okay. than Bonfire. Also, yeah. Dave's Maybe a theme why. guy too. Yeah. I could see oh, Witchstone okay. so having a better cool. theme than Trajan. Yeah. You know. So it that's what it felt like to me. And I it, I'm not saying that one's replacing the other one yeah. because I felt felt like Witchstone was also that shorter. Good, though, huh? We played yeah, Witchstone in an hour and a half. Um, which is great because Bonfire takes two, Trajan takes two. Yeah. Um Trajan, well, Trajan, we can tip. Did it feel as heavy as those two? No, it was definitely lighter than those two for sure. I like, so if I'm directly comparing the two, the the Rondell, Moncala, Rancala, Mani, Monicala, that in Trajan is my favorite action selection I've ever played. Yeah. Because you have so much more control than like a random tile flip, and now you have five to pick from. Yep. The Trajan mechanic, that is tough to master, but I love trying it, right? I'm trying to set up the next four or five turns. You don't necessarily know that because the new tile might change things. Um, there no, is, right. there is more, uh, and then, then okay, and then with bonfire, what I did like about bonfire more is your personal board with bonfire. I don't know if you remember this, where you're kind of moving your little Yoda yeah, looking for dude, sure. yep, and around he's then going into score. Moon, that yeah. is a harder puzzle to figure out. That is a harder. That's mini tricky game. to do. Um, that whole than, game is tricky to me. Yeah. So there are some more tricky things in these other games. So if I want a heavier game that feels like this i'm gonna go with trajan and bonfire yeah but if i want to play a game in an hour and a half that has that similar feel yeah i would pick this all the time i think dave's gonna pick this a lot i think he likes it a lot the fun is the combo tastic turns Hell so yeah. it's that like that so so you can sit there great. and just watch someone and if you like watching other people go like oh i can do this now i'm doing this now i'm doing this if i move this crystal here I like it makes me move this crystal <laughs> onto that spot and now i get to move up on the wand track twice yes and that sounds I'm so first, good yeah and now i'm first on the wand track and if i'm first on the wand track i get to do this special thing oh i want and this it's just like it's play this it is so cool to do that but then there are which it, it makes the game go a little quicker there are turns where you're just like okay i get to do this twice and this once and you just do it and then you move on, right? But while people are taking their combo-tastic turns, you are trying to figure out what to place next. It's not light enough where you are going to go, I know exactly what I'm going to do for the next five turns. This is boring watching everyone else take their turns. Yeah. And there's enough player interaction on the main board because that's what I think. Bonfire doesn't have a ton of player interaction. You might get to a card first or whatever. Sure. But you have like you get bonuses for being first on tracks you get bonuses for going to areas first as you're moving your witch around you want to interact with people on the board so ryan doing something first means that i might change my plan and what tile i play on my turn right so thinking about that in the moment helps some of the downtime because if you're taking natalie could have 11 actions like where she's like i can do six and then this lets me do three more and now i haven't even done my second action on my second tile, that's so tile cool yet. yeah so you can be sitting there and be like okay natalie's cruising but the, again the games are simple enough where it doesn't take a ton of time and how do, how many does this play four it plays four and we played at three and i would say like so here are some downsides most annoying parts there's there's these point cards that there's six of them so if you take the card action you don't get six cards you just get to pick from six um if those happen to like not be working for what you're doing and you take that action, you're kind of taking a card that gets you one point instead of like seven. That kind of sucks. Mm. Or if someone takes them in front of you or it happens to be like, oh, that's the perfect card. And all of a sudden it's three way and I'm not going to be able to get it on my turn. So that can be annoying. Um, instead of having like direct plans of points, you can lock into some cards. Sure. Um, there's there's also can be frustrating with. So there's this wand track where being first on this wand track will get you more benefits. So if, if you're first at the end of your movement, you get a benefit on the tile or on that track. Okay. 
if I don't, I didn't see any of those wand actions in like my first six pulls. So I wasn't even competing on that track while they were moving up. Oh. But the flip side of that is like, I was moving around that circle thing more than they were at the beginning. Sure, because they're doing the wand track. So there is a give and take there. Um, But I can see how that would feel like, like, ugh, why am I not doing that? I want to move up there um, and I can't, I like physically can't. Um, So that, that was a little bit of a downside, but you're doing other things and I don't know how that really mattered in the end. Uh, Bill like crushed us, but yeah. it was, if you like a Steffenfeld feeling game and you like just combo you got every Steffenfeld game, you just need more Feld. Yeah. If you get this, I, if you went in the comments and looked at the comments, I think that people are agreeing with me that it feels like that type of game. It's not going to feel like a burgundy or it's not going to feel like, um, uh, what's the other one? Carpe Diem yeah. and some of these bigger, but it feels like Trajan. It feels like Bonfire. Uh, it's a little lighter and plays quicker. The art is great, and it's the player it's boards really are good. really. I cool. was really, I was very, very impressed. This is one that I will be happy to play anytime Dave picks it. I might even pick it when it's not, when it's his my, like my Damn. night. I might pick it for. You um, might go full Joe and yeah. just buy it yourself. Just buy it myself. <laughs> I need this copy <laughs> yeah. too. You gotta have one too, but man. That's that's a winner. So I'm Sweet. like really happy with the two games. Like Planet Unknown, I think is great. Witchstone is getting there. I think. Um, I'd like to play it again and just, you know, do something different yeah, and see how it right. that Try worked. a different method. Um, I want to play that. That sounds yeah, fun. I think, I think I you would play, play it that. and you'd instantly be like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Like, oh, man. I think some of the stuff Action in Bonfire chaining is the greatest. that you didn't like were some of the fiddliness of like, when can I move my guy into this yeah. spot? The games themselves in Bonfire were a little harder to comprehend of like what, how many actions Agreed. you got. But these are very simple of like, I got six of these actions. It's basically like you take six of those or you move it six times. You do, like, there, there was no like, oh, this costs this many. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I think it's a big winner. Sweet. Witch Stone. Witch Stone. W-I-T-C-H. Yes. Stone. All one word, I think. Awesome. Very cool. So we talk all the time about Vitalis Herda games around here. His games are like nothing else out there. They're extremely complex, gorgeous, highly thematic. So when Mercado de Lisboa came to Kickstarter a couple years ago and was billed as one of his lighter games... I was really intrigued. The game's essentially what patchwork is to a feast for Odin, where a mechanism from a huge game was taken to make a separate smaller game. In Mercado de Lisboa, the entire game is city build is the city building portion of Lisboa. Players are placing market stalls, restaurants, and customers onto the market square to collect the most money and win the game. The market square is laid out in this 5x5 grid, and each spot can contain market stall tiles in one of five different foods. Fish, meat, tomatoes, flowers, and grapes. Well, I guess flowers isn't a food. Uh, or restaurants that are associated with those market stalls. Sushi, burger joints, pizzerias, tea houses, and wineries. You want to place the restaurants adjacent to the market stalls of the same type to earn the most money. Speaking of money, you earn money when you place the customer tiles. You place these tiles outside the perimeter of the 5x5 grid, and each customer has food types they want associated with them. So let's say you place a customer tile with a fish on it in the same row or column as a market stall that has fish. They will essentially purchase the fish from you, and that equates to income. That's also worth. Vi- that's also victory points. At the end of the game, whoever has the most money wins. Now, things I liked about this one: the production of this game is off the charts good. The tiles are chunky. The board is super clean and beautiful. It's just fun and satisfying to handle all the components. The game is also very very quick. The box actually says takes five minutes to learn and thirty five minutes to play, or something like that. And it's right. It's basically a filler plus, and that's really good for it because if it went on much longer, I don't think it would be fun. It has a really good tense feel to it as you need to try and squeeze out the most money you can before the game ends. It's very simple to learn, yet really tricky to know what to do and perform well. 
You basically are trying to line up market stalls and restaurants and find customers to match those icons. Um, there's opportunities for clever play here and also feel-good moments as you really nail the, multi- the, the multiplier that you were hoping for. Uh, so things I really didn't like. Randomness is an issue in this game as market tiles are drawn from a bag, and if there don't happen to be customers you need at the moment you need them, it can feel a bit frustrating. I also found it a tiny bit dull how the pacing of the game turned out. You're placing market stalls and restaurants, and then at some point it switches, and you're just kind of opportunistically drafting customer tiles to get the most points. And that felt a little bit lackluster to me. I think my biggest issue, though, with the game is that I just couldn't really get a handle on it. I never felt like I knew what I was doing, and so I didn't feel like I had a plan, which is my fault. I'd like to play one more time to see if I can feel if I would feel the same way. Overall, it's in good, not great territory for me. There's cool stuff in here, but it didn't grab me. Uh, There's a bit too much randomness, I think. I'm not sure there's enough to want to revisit more than a couple times. Uh, Natalie, I think you liked it a little more than me. What did you think? Yeah, I think I did like it more than you. Um, I don't know why I... I had fun the whole time playing this game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked the weight and the length of the game. Like, it was kind of hit a sweet spot for, like, a light game, I thought. Um, but, you know, it definitely had, you know, made you think. I I don't know. I just, for me specifically, I thought the puzzle of planning and figuring out, like, where to place things and the order of when to place things to maximize you know, the mo- getting how much money you can get. And I don't know. I thought it was really fun. And I kind of, you know, I know that one thing that you didn't like was at the end, you're kind of just like, it's like a race to place the customers out there to see, you know, and hopefully you have um, tiles out there that like benefit, you know, where you ended up placing all of your like restaurants and stuff. I kind of liked that though, because it felt, I kind of felt like on theme almost, you know, like you're building up these markets and these restaurants, and then you're starting to get some customers. And at the end, you have all the stuff that you built, and now you're just having the customers come in and you're raking in the money at the end, you know, and benefiting from, from all that work that you did. And I don't know, I, I just thought it was an enjoyable game, and I, I didn't really see many downsides to it. I just had fun with it. Awesome. I mean, I, I do agree, like, I wouldn't see this as a game where, like, there's a lot of variability or, like, I wouldn't, you know, want to, like, play this over and over and over and over again. But, I mean, I liked it enough where, like, I'd pull this out every once in a while and play it and I think we'd enjoy it, so... It's got some really cool ideas because, like I said, it basically takes that central city building mechanism from Lisboa and makes a game out of it. And, again, in a very similar way that the Polyomino mini game in A Feast for Odin was made into Patchwork, mm-hmm. although even Patchwork came first. But still, that's yeah. what it was yeah. derived from. Right, right. So I do think that's really cool. And I like the way that it's handled, where you basically get points, more money, if, like, let's say I, I opened a market stall that has tomatoes, and then I bought a pizzeria um, restaurant, and I put the pizzeria restaurant adjacent to that tomato uh, market stall. Mm-hmm. Now, if a customer gets placed in the in the row or column that that market stall is in, I earn money based on well, that customer has to want tomatoes, so I earn money based on the tomato stall I have with a you know plus additional money if there's a restaurant matching that you know next to it, multiplied by the number of customers on that top. I like like that is cool. Mm-hmm. 
that that general rule mechanism right. I think is fun. But you're right. There is some randomness. The, yeah, the in there problems that I had like, with it. Were I the, got exactly what I need, and then the stuff that like worked for your stuff aren't out there. Yeah, that could be a bummer for sure. But I f- also feel like it's like a light enough game and short enough game where it's not going to be it's, like you're right. This blows. It you know? felt it. The game felt like it wasn't a filler game. And then at the yes. end of it, it's like, oh, I guess this was just a filler game. Right, right. So it was hard. In a lot of games that are lighter like this, it's easy to be like, I don't care if I didn't do well or if I didn't really grasp it because it was over in 10 minutes and we'll just play it again. Mm-hmm. This game was different than that. This game is a filler kind of filler plus yeah, game, I'd say plus. but it doesn't feel like that when you're playing it. It feels tricky and brain right. burnery yeah, and like, ah, oh, how am I supposed to figure, like, where do I put this? Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're constantly, it's one of those games where you feel like you're constantly making mistakes. Yeah. You put something on, you're like, that was probably stupid, but you can't <laughs> yeah. change it. Yep. And now you're like, yeah. crap, am I going to be able to, like, what am I going to be able to turn that into? And then and, later you're like, yes, that was stupid. That was stupid. Yep, that was yeah, dumb. Was yeah. Oh man, like, why did I do that? Right. But there was this cool moment, I'll say, in this game where for it being a filler plus game, there was a moment where I you look at the you look at the the board and you're like, oh my gosh, the way these customer because you earn money when you place a customer tile or when you place a market stall in a row or column that already has a customer tile. So now you can you can ultimately and eventually earn money for multiple customer tiles when you place a market stall. And that was the cool part of the game for me that were it just kind of like your brain had to shift a different way to be like, oh, if I place this market stall here, I'm going to earn points for this customer who wants fish, this customer who wants fish, and this customer who wants fish. They're all pointed at this exact stall. And that was kind of a cool eye-opening moment. So definitely filler plus, not filler, filler plus, mm-hmm. right? It's not going to headline a game night, but it's going to, in a in a 30-minute time frame it's going to consume mental energy yeah so if you're playing a super heavy game and you have time for a filler game this is probably not the one i would reach for yeah. you know but if you're playing like a planet unknown which is not a filler game but it's also lighter on the brain mercator de lisboa could be a, a and you have a, and a half hour it could be another good one to play because you have mental real a, estate left in over. a fillerish light vita lacerda game right right that good point it is vita lacerda so that's Mercado de Lisboa by Vitello Cerda. Uh, Jeff, what else you got, man? I got one more. I got a game so hot <laughs> that it's not even on Board Game Geek. What the fuck? And it's like a real game. It's not like I just like picked it up in the corner. It's like a real game. What the fuck? <laughs> so this game is from Blue Orange Games. Blorange. I heard of them. Blorange. Blorange Games. It is coming out very, very, very soon. You can pre-order it. We double-checked. You can pre-order it on... Blue Orange website, if you want. Miniature Market's got it for like 12 bucks. It's called Downtown Farmer's Market. So cute. Downtown Farmer Market. Do it from a Farmer Market. The Rural Jural. The Rural Jural. And I'm going to say a bold statement that's probably wrong. I bet we're the first podcast to ever talk about this game. Oh, snap. What the that's fuck? That's what I'm going with. We're the first podcast. I think podcast we are. You heard it here even first. The only. Well, Man, for well, now. It's going to be good. And then once people hear us talk about it, it'll be everywhere. Yeah, probably. Like everything be. that we do, it's yeah. going to blow up. Yep. Just like um, Planet Unknown. No one's talked about that. What if we're the first podcast to talk about Planet Unknown? And poop knives. We might be. And poop knives. <laughs> and steak, and, pooping and in the steak shower. window throwings. Yep. And Russian <laughs> yeah. um, mail order brides. I mean, female order brides. I mean, and Selena Gomez sex dolls. Yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> okay, so you're your first. Other board game podcasts don't talk about those things. You never know. No, that's why, I that's why the crazy people are listening Boring. to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Farmer's Market is a tiny box game. Like, think of smaller than code names. It's a tiny box. Like, is you can it put those? it in a, you can put it in a big pocket. Is it those, like, um... <laughs> Magnetic. Yes. I love those kind of It's boxes. cool. Yeah, it's Box. like Biblio size. Yeah, Biblios. Because it's, it's not like as tiny as like Hanabi. No, yeah, it's right? not like no. that. Um, it is a tile laying game <coughs> with adorable art on the front and on the tiles. Very like like cuter than clip art, but sort of in yeah, that realm it's of really like. Cute. Yeah, how it's do you explain that? It's it's simple, it is kind of like, like clip appealing. art, but, but it's, it it's doesn't cute. look cheap. Yeah. Right. It looks like they hired a graphic designer, not an artist. Right. And it's very vibrant. Yep. And so the graphic Color. design is awesome, but it's like they use the graphic design as the artwork. It's yeah. like supposed That's to be like cutesy, like. but very like and I simple. Think it comes across well. Yeah. Um, so it's a tile laying game. And on these tiles are like these little cute things like milk, cheese, eggs, bread, corn, carrots, Wednesday, Tuesday. And it's like, <laughs> there's like just stuff on them, right? And they're yep. full of those tiles. So sure. everybody begins the game by creating a four by four border, if that makes sense, of scoring tiles. So you have four scoring tiles on top. And then along the left side of it, you have four scoring tiles going down low. That creates a four by four grid where you're going to play 16 tiles because four times four equals 16. Hold on, four. Get your yeah, it's kind of like 12. the header of like column and row. Yes. Yep. One, two, three, four on top, A, B, C, D on the, on the yeah. left. Yes. So that's what you're making. And these scoring tiles that you have tell you what that column or row needs to have for you to score points. Right. It might say something like have three eggs, have um, exactly seven goods in that row or column. You must have the most bread, um, a certain number of something. And what I also really enjoyed is that there's two sides to these tiles. <laughs> and um, the the like the front side is kind of an easier way to accomplish goals and the back side is harder to be getting more points for it. Yep. So once you set up your four by four, um, you have players are then drafting tiles from this open market. So as the three of us played, there was five tiles in an open market and you draft them. And then as soon as you draft them, you put them into your four by four grid trying to satisfy, uh, satisfy these goals, right? So every tile you place will be uh, will be in one row in one column, right? So you're trying yep. to do that. And you yeah. go until you're full and that's it. Yep. So it took five minutes for me to teach it and five minutes set up. We played it in 20. Yeah, 20 minutes or so. Um, this game is way better than I thought it was going to be. Agreed. Yeah. Like, way better. Like, not to a point where it was like, I thought it was going to be shit, and it's just slightly better than shit. Yeah, we're like, this okay, game is we'll pretty just good. try this. But we're like, I thought yeah. I was going to have to waffle stomp it down the, the wa- shower yeah. drain. It, it's it's pretty good. Like, there are games <laughs> this is going that, in the toilet, I'll, for sure. that I'll play that, you know, I either this buy or get toilet. sent to me where I'm like, okay, this will go in a giveaway box or something like that. I'm keeping this one. Mm-hmm. This is I would stay in my too. collection. Yeah. I think my students will like it. Devin and I could play it on a quick night. We've been talking about it's been harder to get um, ta- like games to the table as much because Especially like bigger games, new, I'm sure. Yeah, new baby and stuff like yeah. that. It's just it's been difficult, but we're trying to go. All right, can we play quick? Like we tried to set up three sisters that fell through, but can we play like, some quicker games? Mm-hmm. This is a good one um, for that. I like that the challenge tiles had an easy side and a hard side. So if you do want to play it with kids, you can just set up the easy side. There's also a rule strictly just for like really young children to play. Huh. Um, I don't know what the, I think it's more of like counting the like symbols instead of something like mm. that. But it's sort of instead, or or you can just do all the all the easy tiles and play like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you get a stack of four, and those stack of four have to go on the top, and the second stack of four has to go on the side, and then you can sort of arrange them in the top or the side to maybe make some combinations. Like maybe if you want carrots in that row, you try to try to make some some good cool combos. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie's favorite snack. I like yep. 
I like that there was this a little bit of like tenseness of what you were going to be able to choose from on your turn, that the market didn't refill every time someone took it, mm-hmm. that every time, every three turns, you were last and you had to pick between two of them. And you were like, oh God, Ryan's going to take it and he's going to discard the good one. I, li- I really like that tenseness. Um, it's easy to score. I thought it might be annoying to kind of score, but it was easier than I thought. And overall, I think downtown farmers market is a winner in the blue orange catalog, which is not updated on Board Game Geek yet. So <laughs> annoying. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Okay. You just mentioned the tension that happens during those five tile draft. That is the greatest part of this entire game. Yeah. That is the most fun component that makes this game go from, okay, this is cool, to wow, this is really fun. Because this game does something that a lot of other games don't do and you are in charge of dictating how you score you have these eight tiles that you get randomly but you they're double-sided and you get to choose and synergize them before the game even starts you get to decide how you're going to lay out your board to hopefully you know use your tiles more efficiently than your opponents to get the most points out of it i don't know that i've seen a game do that before you're in like Here's the game. It's going to score this way, but you have to figure out how you're going to do that. That's really cool yeah. at the outset. After that happens then, you need cuz you've just you've now committed to your four columns and four rows, and you better make sure that the tiles you get are able to work with these tiles that you've put out. And so now that you've done that, the tiles come out and there's five tiles. And like Jeff said, every third turn in a three-player game, you're going last. And so you only get to pick from two of them. There was there was a lot of turns in this game where I had my hands over my eyes, <laughs> and I was just like, I can't I can't look at this. I can't even see what is yeah, out there because it's gonna yeah, right. It's gonna make me so. And I that's how I knew I was having a blast because I cared. I cared so much about making my own little puzzle that I created work out. And then when it does, you feel even more satisfaction or more um what's the word like you feel accomplished yeah like in you a did different it. It way because you did ev- yeah, literally the game didn't everything play you right you, you didn't just get play. a rate yeah, like jeff didn't just hand me a board that said here's the ways you're going to score this time here's the ways you're going to score no you get to pick these tiles and you arrange them however you want to yeah, it's a good point i, I like that and too that was i thought that was like because i didn't even need to go for like bread it wasn't even on my board at all. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Right. So but I don't you guys need work, those, yeah. right? So right. Oh, yeah. We need a cool. bread a sometimes lot. Sometimes it's cool because like, like, okay, bread wasn't on your board, but sometimes like just the fact that like I can't have eggs in this row, then bread is appealing because I'm like, ooh, I'll yeah. take bread because that's not an eggs. And that, you know. <laughs> and that was another thing I liked too. So it was our first play. Even on our 10th play, I don't think that's going to be a perfect science where you have your tiles and you're like, oh, yeah, these tiles go together. Right. There's moments where I I put my tiles out. And I'm like, OK, this is a pretty good synergistic you know, kind of thing. When I draft tiles, not to put these in here, I, I can hopefully satisfy two tiles with this one tile. Mm-hmm. But there was moments where I'm like, OK, boom, I put that there. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I can't have this icon right next to it now. Oh, no. Yeah. But I liked that. Oh, no, yes. because you're not left screwed because five different tiles come out each turn and when it's your turn you're in the golden ages you get to pick any one of them you want to but when you're second when you're second you still feel the, almost the same tension you feel a different i'm sorry you feel a different tension than when you're last they're both tense but when you're second you could still maybe get the tile you want but 
the person whose turn it is takes one and then discards one. Yeah. And, and so when you're a second, you you're like, <gasps> oh. you really care when you're third out of, again, I'm just talking about out of three. When you're third, it's almost like, don't show me anything. I don't want to fucking see shit. Yeah, just, just let me, let see, me, the last just let me see what I have to work with. And both of those, all three spots are a different level of interesting. When you're first player and you get all five tiles, it's great because you can take whatever the fuck you want yeah. and then you're having a good turn. When you're second player, you have that, that uneasy tenseness, which is something I crave where it's like, please don't take the tile I want. Please don't. And then if they do, you're like, you have that moment of fuck, but then you're like, okay, there's still three tiles left. Yeah. I could probably, there's still a plan B or plan C, mm -hmm. you know? And then when you're third, you're just like, oh God, is it, is, yeah. is what I get Am left I gonna over going to screw me? Yeah. But it's really fun to do all, every one of those three spots you're in feels different. And that's unusual in games. Mm -hmm. That's unusual to me. And that really, really, I'm talking about this like it's the greatest game of all time. I, I, <laughs> I, I like that about it. So it this really game fun. was really fun for me. Um, Me? My turn? Yeah. Um, we can go back to Jeff. You want, Jeff? Yeah, I, I do have a couple Jeff, more Jeff, what do you think I'd again? Like say, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know that meatloaf song? Where it's like, you took the words right out of my mouth. Nope. <laughs> Keep singing what? it, though. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more. What is it like? Took the words right out of my mouth. I know. Like a bat out of hell. And I know. Well, I would do anything for I think it's love. Paradise by the Dashboard Light, which is the best song. The best one of all of his songs. Do Anyways. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I really like this game, too. I agree with you about the tenseness part. That is, like, by far the best part of the game. And it was, like, so fun. Yeah. Um, it was like the sweet spot of tenseness, and to be honest, the cool thing that I noticed about it was like I did not even care or think about my score. Like all I cared about was like satisfying your goals, trying to satisfy yeah. all of my rows and columns. Like I was like, I want to get them all. I want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have any that I don't score. And and I was just having so much fun. <laughs> no, I was like in my. I don't want to be the one loser who doesn't get no, them all. I just mean like that was just so fun to to do that and and try to like figure that out. That at the end, I was more. I felt more like I was victorious because I completed them all, even though I didn't even win the game. Yeah. You know, at the end, I was like, oh yeah, we got to score this. Uh, my score is this. I like almost didn't even care. Yeah, you know, like, I, I got like, them all. I was like, it was just yeah. so fun, like trying to do that, and I'm like, yeah, the puzzle oh, no. was fun. You're it's, right, and like Jeff mentioned, it had a feel like Sagrada, where like at the beginning you can kind of do whatever you want, and then towards the end it's like, okay, I need some very specific yeah. things to make this work. <laughs> Come on, know? eggs and eggs. You know how much <laughs> oh, love right. <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean that was so fun, and and really, it felt a little bit almost to me like a deduction game. You know, because I'm like, okay, here I have these tiles. Like, I can't use that one because it can't have this, this, or this, and I can't right. have this. Where one do I place? Yeah, it? like, yeah. what are the, what are the based on the options and the rules on my board? Like, where are the spots that That's I? A good can point. Even, yeah, like, like a little mastermind. It kind of felt kind of like that a little bit. Like, you here's know? the spaces like, I could okay, do. Can it I put it here? Yeah. Nope, I can't because yeah. of this and this. Okay, can I put it here? Okay, puzzle. right. So I like, I don't know. I just thought that was really fun. It was a very fun like random last thought. Like I, I also like we talk about like not enjoying as much like randomness of like what if ryan set his board up for all milk he just set it all up for milk and then no milk come out yeah basically you see did. every single tile in the game you might it might not come out in the order you want you know i didn't realize that you see every single tile okay no matter yeah. what player count. yeah i somehow didn't okay. realize so, that with two players 
Every time you take a tile, you take one and discard one. And even the second player would take one, discard one, there's one left over. And with a four-player game, you just take one. So you don't necessarily have a um, chance, but... You might not have a chance right. at every tile, but, but every but tile will come be out. seen they and flipped come over. Out. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. You know, okay. the one you might need is not last, right? But I like that, like, they're not buried. It's right. not all of a sudden like, oh, you're going to get, get eight and, tiles yeah. full of carrots and you're like, well, I needed those, whatever go. Like, that might suck, but at least you see them. You have an opportunity for your board to be perfect right. so here's one thing that i would say if i have to say anything negative about it here's one negative i might have mm-hmm. um natalie and i in our game we just played before the show because this is the game we played before the show mm-hmm. we both satisfied every of our tiles natalie did nothing wrong not wrong but natalie satisfied everything and I did as best as i could and do, didn't basically. win yeah yeah, yeah. so you, the the downside with you setting up your own boards Everybody's setting up their own boards. You don't have the same opportunities for points. I could make my board easier uh, to complete it all, but then I'm scoring less points potentially, where maybe Jeff is going for the really high point ones, and if they happen to work out, he's going to get a big swing. So even if everyone did the very best they could do... If everyone did the very best they can do, you're not all... Yeah. but Somebody's going to just randomly win. That is true. And that was kind of the, the reason that I made the point of I didn't even think or care about my score because sure. i was having so much some fun people will playing. is my point i know yeah. i agree and i'm just glad that you said that for people to know um but for me personally like i still liked it despite that agreed i, I mean i thought it was, it was awesome yeah. but there is there that's the, i guess that's the trade-off with balance where if jeff just had boards pre-set up that said you're gonna play with this board now mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm gonna play this board the, you know we could play. We could all play as optimally as possible, but whoever just has happens to have a couple extra points yeah. on theirs will. And maybe win. if you want to yeah. get into like, if you want to get into the game more, maybe you say, all right, you can only use two of the easy sides. Yeah, right. Everyone's got to use. Like, right. Everyone's got to use sort of. this. Yeah. If yeah. you want to get into it like that, but it's 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 just it's something I wanted to mention. Absolutely, you know, it should be because oh, yeah. um, the game has so many positives, and th- I don't even, I don't even know that this is. It's not a negative for any of us. It's it doesn't seem like, like FYI, but I could see somebody being like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I just played perfectly, and I still lost to you. Right. Like, well, I couldn't have done any better, and right. I still lost. Yeah. yeah, you know, I could see that being like, okay, well, I don't like this. But, like, your board was easier, but yeah, your board was easier, bitch. It was easier for you, huh? <laughs> I mean, in Natalie and I's case, it was one point. Yeah, I had right. one more point worth of stuff on my tiles yeah. that I happened to yeah. complete, and the two cheap. that I didn't get would have been like. That was 19 points, which would have got me 51. Yeah. Same thing you right. had. So right, like, right. Even, so we, yeah. were even in the same, mine, we were all in the same boat there. was one row that I had that, like, all the other ones were fixed points, but there was one that was, like, one point per milk, and I only got two milks. So if I got four milks, I would have milked Ryan. more, you would have had it. You know, like, so there was, the there is a little bit of A little bit, yeah, for sure. Like for so, sure. yeah, this is it's pre-order in a lot of places, um, but it, it's coming out very soon. I don't know if, I Blue Orange releases, like, seasonal sort of things. This is part of their summer set. Um, and I think this is a winner for 12, to me, 15 this bucks. Feels, this feels like a hidden gem. Yeah. yeah. This feels like something that maybe we wouldn't have ever played before. I, yeah, I don't I think we would yeah. ever would have, but you know, I'm really glad it we did. Unless it blows up. Yeah. There's a chance it could blow up, but I think if you're looking for a game, this kind of feels like a Janelle game to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like, like Janelle <laughs> like comes in town and brings game. this, and we're like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It's really, really, and nobody that's listening has any clue what the hell I'm talking about. Except Janelle. But, except Janelle. <laughs> but basically what I mean <laughs> is, this is, this is a game, this is an unassuming game that I think you would look at the box and be like, yeah, okay, well, whatever, this is a, a blue-orange light game. Play this. If you have a chance to play this, I would really be interested to know what you think. It, it feels, it has that... 
weight level of a of a bigger game than the box comes mm-hmm. in. Yeah. When did you say you think it's coming out? It's got to be soon. It's it's in their summer. I don't know what quarter this is. I don't know shit about business second stuff. Quarter. This is second quarter release game. So this is their summer game. Yeah, because you can prove it. And they have, they have a few other games, but this is in their like summer catalog collection. Um, And yeah, I agree with Ryan. I think if you get a chance to play it, play it. If you're willing to just throw 15 bucks at something for why not? Yeah. Or, or, or you're you looking need shipping. To, you need the shipping cost because everybody looks for $15 games. Yeah. Um, and you just can't add barrage or something to every <laughs> order to get that. And this is a good $15 <laughs> game to throw in. Um, and if you didn't like it, give it to a family because it's a definitely a great family game too, I think. Very Downtown cool. Downtown Farmer's Market. Cool. I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server well, guess what, everyone? It's time to chisel into stone another Gamecaster's commandment from high atop our thrones on the Mountain of Delusion. We have for you <laughs> our eighth Gamecaster's Essential. Whoa. If this is the first time you're hearing about the Gamecaster's Essentials line, the definition is basically in the title there, uh, so it shouldn't be too hard to figure out. But for the new uh, few morons out there who are still confused, wow. our Gamecaster's Essentials line are games that we feel are essential so to have... If you're building a collection, what it is a line? It's a line of games. These are games that we feel everyone, though not everyone, could buy and add to their collection, and the game would be a hit. The cream of the crop, the tip of the top, the flip of the flop, the drip of the drop, the okay, I'll stop. The games we have so far have been Bonanza, great, The Castles of Burgundy, yep. Strike, Strike it, just one, just one of them. The Quacks of Quedlinburg, quack, quack. Underwater Cities, Swamp Swimming, Istanbul, not Constantinople, and now. 
Without further ado, the next game to enter the hallowed halls of the Gamecasters lore and legendarium is... The Lost Ruins of Arnak. Imagine that I just Yay. said that. That's what you do to me. Oh, that would have been <laughs> Why didn't you just do it? You should have done it. You should have just done it. I would we'll be fine with that. We're cutting this bullshit. We're cutting this stupid one out. Do that all again. <laughs> Natalie, cut Ryan off. The next game to enter the hallowed halls of the Gamecasters oh. lore and legendary image is Lost Ruins of Arnak. I got you. I got you, bitch. <laughs> An instant classic. The Lost Ruins of Arnak blasted forth onto the scene back in 2020 during the pandemic and has shot like a hot load all over the stomach of this hobby onto number 33 of the BGG Top 100 oh. list. <laughs> but why? <laughs> what makes the Lost Ruins of Arnak such an essential belly button targeter? Oh, well, this belly button. Well, because he shot the load all over the stomach. Didn't you hear the load? The load joke is a load yeah. joke. Yeah. So that's where the load, you know. Well, this game really. That's where the load went. That's where the belly button. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Your art fronts are different. <laughs> well, this game really is the whole package. You start with what you can see. And this game is absolutely stunning. If this game was a girl on the Russian website my dad was looking at, she'd be about a 9.847. Oh, wow, look at that, 9.847. Oh, wow. oh the components you get in the game are incredible. The artwork is beautiful. The theme is fun. The gameplay is thinky yet approachable. There's lots of different things to try. The combo-tastic combos are Natalie's favorite snack food. The game has that really good flow to it that we always talk about. It feels like there's always something fun to do on your turn. And it's one of those games where at the beginning you wonder how you'll ever do anything. But by the end, you do like 10 things on your turn, and it's like, oh my god, this is so awesome. So I love The Lost Ruins of Arnak. We just, a couple days ago, got the expansion in the yes. mail, and we are dying to try that. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll I... Right back. Try it now. We just played the expansion <laughs> to The Lost Ruins of Arnak. It is no longer in the Essentials line. No. It, this game is so fantastic. Why do you guys feel it deserves a spot in the pantheon of the Gamecasters Essentials? Do you want me to go, Natalie? Yes. We, we go counterclockwise. Counter we go counterclockwise. For the essentials, we do. Yeah. <laughs> For, okay. Let me start. With the expansion, this game has elevated itself, like I said this in another episode, into my top 10. Yeah. Without the expansion, I don't know if it would have ever cracked the top 10. I still loved it and was like, this is a great game. I'll play this all the time. Yeah. With the addition of like these player abilities, with the new cards, the asymmetrical sort of way to play this game, this game is elevated into greatness, obviously. Yeah. Because it's in our essential line. Essential. Because it went from a 10-play game where I felt like, I understand what to do. This is what you do. To now, now I have six different characters to play while playing against people who have also different characters. Right. And I love that. I think that it is a wonderful mix of like randomness with the card drawing and the card flips that come out for you to buy. I think it's a, a great mix of that with tactical decisions of if i move up on this temple track before you do i get the bonus and you don't i think it's also like planning your strategy what cards do i want to buy to do this um yes that feeling all comes together really really well i never play that game and go man the randomness got me the tactical mm -hmm. decisions got me the strategy got me because you have to do them all you have to be you have to be good at all of those things in the moment i think you said it perfectly with the timing it feels like at the beginning you can do nothing how the right. fuck am I, How gonna am I gonna ever do it? This game's gonna end so and fast. And then in round, like the end of round three, four, and five, you feel unstoppable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just need one compass, and yeah. I can do thirty-eight. Things. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it right. feels so good to yeah. do that. Oh my god, does um, it ever? And a, and the downtime doesn't feel bad because while I'm doing thirty-eight things, you're trying to figure out how you can do thirty-eight <laughs> mm -hmm. things. Yep. It doesn't feel like 
when you guys played uh, Everdell that one time where all of a sudden Jeremy was done six weeks before you yeah. guys <laughs> It doesn't feel that way because you're going to have that turn. Yeah. Right. It's there. Yep. You just had to figure it out. You just have to go, okay, when I can get this extra coin, I can then do this and this and this and this and this. And yep. that even amplifies with the expansion and with the powers and the abilities of maybe I do want fear cards because I can burn those fear cards to do sweet actions. Yeah. And I don't think it's the best because this is a worker placement deck building game. It's not the best worker placement game. It's not the best deck building game. But when they come together, it, it might just be. fucking works. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it might be. It just works together because you're not, you don't want to focus on just building a massive deck, right? And you don't want to focus on also like maybe discarding all of your bad cards at the beginning. You don't, you like the management of the deck is not the game. The management of your workers is not the game. It's that, com- that combination of the two to do them both. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. I'll play it whenever. Essential, on the shelf, not going anywhere. Buy this Booyah. game. Buy it. And you? the expansion. And the expansion. Yes. Finally, we got it. I'm so excited. Natalie, yes. what do you think? Well, I don't want to follow that. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back in time. Natalie <laughs> went first. No, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I mean, I'm not... <coughs> I guess all I have to really say about it for being an essential <laughs> is... Okay. That's fine. Is not, I'm not going to necessarily talk about like the actual mechanics of the game, but I think that's the general feel of the game. It's a game that... Um, that gamers love it's got like that great weight um it's just got like it's i don't even know it's it's got everything that the majority of people in the hobby enjoy but also it for like a newer gamer i feel like it's not that hard to pick up and then like jeff said a benefit of it is like even if you were just learning this game or you were like a non it does start slow enough for you to be like okay you can't you can't do much so i'm just trying to like slowly like figure it out but then by the time it builds up you have figured it out and now you're in it you know and enjoying it just as much as the people who have more experience and yes i feel like that makes this game um well liked by a wide variety of gamers, which is and why gamer it would be types. an essential and an yes. essential. It's not like you're like, hey, new gamer, let's play Kalis. It's an right. essential. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a very good chance playing new game with Kalis, playing sorry playing Kalis with new gamer. <laughs> they're like, I hate this so yeah, much, and I hate you for bringing it out. There's <laughs> right. another chance you might you might play with a new gamer who's like, oh, give me more of this kind of game. However, what I think Lost Ruins of Arnak does really well is it bridges the gap between Eurogamer and Thematic Gamer mm-hmm. really well. There's something there for each of them. There is a lot of theme and you know uh, setting to be poured over in this game if you want that. There's also a lot of tactical, strategical kind of decision-making points to be had if you want that. And it marries those two things really, really well. It, it, a little bit better than a game like a similar game like Dune Imperium does. Because Dune Imperium, awesome game as yes, well. Very similar to Lost Ruins of Arnak in a lot of ways. However, I think Lost Ruins of Arnak does what Dune Imperium does slightly better. I still and that that's that's one of those things where some people like Dune Imperium better, some people yeah, like Arnak like better. Yeah, they're both they're both amazing. Personally, right, right. I think for an Essentials line, Dune or Dune Imperium, Lost Ruins of Arnak works a little bit better. And man, is it fantastic! So that is the eighth Game Casters Essential. Woo woo. Lost Ruins of Arnak. Jeff says Lost Ruins of Arnak plus expansion. I cannot wait to play with the expansion. Yes. Um, it is now the time of the show where Jeff takes control and administers 20 cc's of you guys with his Insta syringe in this episode's Instagram inbox. Ah. 
And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Okay, I'm in control. It's me, Jeff the Mad Board Gamer here with an extremely inappropriate Instagram inbox. That's weird because we're usually very appropriate. So your children have been listening all through <laughs> Selena all this, Gomez like, sex Selena doll. Gomez sex doll. You know, <laughs> waffle stomp. You know, something about our belly button. Waffle stomp. <laughs> now they need to go away. Okay. This. Well, so that was tame. You're saying compared to what what's about to happen. Well, the words that are going to come out of my <laughs> yeah. mouth in sequential order is going to. Um, <laughs> Who is it? Is it middle class Joe? Put your headphones on. Mother in law doesn't matter. Your mother in law yeah. should not be listening. So hide from your mother in law. <laughs> what um, is this going to be? Okay, so we've done in the past, which have had amazing results, replacing a letter or like swapping a letter in a board game title to get. A new, a new title. title, and that's been hilarious and terraforming. Mark is amazing, <laughs> yeah. and we have all these great ones. Okay, and we'll, we'll do that one more. But yep. this one, I was like, let's Twilight just go. Snuggle. Yeah. yeah, too many boners. Classic. <laughs> it's just like okay. so. This is. I just decided let's just go completely raunchy and terrible, and just yeah. go replace a word in a title of a game with a cuss word, a swear word. Oh a, that's word. so. All right. So real quick before and before you start, this is a game that me. <laughs> Me and my buddy Chris used to play. This is so stupid. <laughs> we would be driving home some, from somewhere. Like, say we went, like, on a vacation together, you know, with, like, everybody. And we're driving home, and me and him are in the front seat. Everyone in the back seat sleeping. We would just drive and look at every sign that we'd see on the road. And what we would do is we'd replace one word with dick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Every time. And you laugh at it. Terraforming dick. Yep. Dick Mars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's all we would do. It, it, it would have to be dick. Dick Teutonica, Hans and Dick, Tigris and Dick, Dick yeah. and Euphrates. <laughs> Micro Dick. Tara that's basically Dick's what together. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Micro Dick, damn it. Yep, yeah, that's, that's what I have. have. Okay, so yeah, so continue. <laughs> okay, so it's, I, got a, I got a lot. So just buckle up, hide your kids, hide your mother-in-laws. All right. Some of them are fairly tame. Some of them are not. Um, we'll start out with Nestor. Nestor, uh, instead of Baron Park, just Bare Naked Park. That's a good one. Uh, Fire Island, he turned into Fire in My Balls Island. So he's inserting. He's, he's not inserting. He's not replacing. Yeah. There's inserting. a game called Here to Slay. He just calls it Here to Slay That Ass. <laughs> <laughs> happy Salmon is Happy Salmon in My Pants. Oh my so that was him more of like adding. Yeah. Um, we have Dog Power Vehicle sent me a bunch on the Discord, which you should go join. Uh, Cockasone. <laughs> Um, civilization, a nude dong. A nude dong? Oh yep. That's good. Uh, we got a feast for moaning. <laughs> <laughs> a great happy trail. <laughs> oh Caverna, the shave farmers. Great happy trail. These are dog powered vehicles. Yeah. And this one, he's like, this one might be over the line, but the Isle, the Isle of Cunts. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, send them all to that. Yep. Isle. <laughs> yeah, send them all to dog powered vehicle. Oh, man. Like, all right. So um, this, is, this is Swoozle went. Went swoozle like. Okay, yeah. swoozled us. All right, so I'll just take a big. Breath. Oh boy. Hey. All right. <laughs> hey, that's my front. <laughs> Stop. Don't yeah. touch me there. That's my <laughs> tiny epic penis. My little poop knife. <laughs> okay, these are incredible. <laughs> a pegging knife. for Odin. Oh! <laughs> Wait! <laughs> pegging for Odin. Why pegging? <laughs> I don't know. It's great. It's great, though. It's great. Um, blood on the dingleberries. <laughs> Let's make a bus porn. <laughs> it's a wonderful turd. <laughs> Pooh lagoon. Stuffed anus. Oh, oh my! Fire God. in the crotch. Stuffed anus. <laughs> He's good at this. 
one night ultimate bukake. Well, is that? They're not. That's just. You just have to swap a word. Yeah, out. it's not like even rhyming Which makes or it even worse. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I try to think of one someone. night ultimate bukake. <laughs> <laughs> Booty of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> the prostate negotiator. Oh. Cole in the inside world. <laughs> <laughs> the phallus of Mad King Ludwig. Oh my god. The big butt of madness. No, the phallus of Mad King yeah. Ludwig is great. That's yeah. good. A fistful of penis. <laughs> fistful. Instead of a fistful of meeples. Robin Hood and the horny men. Oh. Instead of blood rage, you have butt rage. Oh. Sharding at the house on the hill. <laughs> Elder porn and unstable Ew, erections. Elder porn. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew this would uh, okay, be here we so go. good? Wow. I got more. Oh my. Warrior Mama 2 Boys said the assholes of Quedlinburg. The assholes <laughs> of Quedlinburg. <laughs> These jerks. Bobo the GM. <laughs> Natalie, this is this. Yes. This is yes. Micro Macro Penis City. Like <laughs> yes. that That's yep. good. Five minute climax. <laughs> <laughs> Between two boobies <laughs> is all from Bobo. <laughs> between two, two boobies. boobies. That sounds great. Yeah, between two boobies. I want to be there. Joe went along. Joe, clearly, this, there's a couple of them you know that these people listen to the show because... Yeah, they do callbacks. Board Gaming Madigan says, hey, that's my minch. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Emotional Cyborg came up with Placenta Town. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, or Twilight Filth. Twilight Filth, okay. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, Beeple Deeble. What's this? Beeple Deeple. It's a Be- new person. Oh, Beeple Deeple. No, but that's, oh, that's oh, the new person. Okay. That's the I'm account. Like, I'm like, Janelle Beeple said Beeple Deeple. So they didn't want to go with Meeple, so they went with Beeple Deeple. Okay, I like it. Beeple Deeple. Mice and Minge. <laughs> <laughs> Gloomhaven Jaws of the Foreskin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Queefs of Quedlinburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Jim Gamer came up. He didn't know that we were doing this essential line, but came up with the lost virginity of Arnett. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> lost virginity. He also came up with just come. <laughs> oh my god! And he came up with Bukake Bros. Yes. <laughs> god, any way we can get Bukake yep. in there. Stephen Godfrey seventy seven came up with Minge Span. <laughs> that was three Minges. I know. More Stephen Godfrey came up with the Cox of Quedlinburg, <laughs> Minge Knight, Galaxy Fuckers. Minge <laughs> Galaxy Fuckers. That's a good one. Galaxy Fuckers and the Swingers of West Kingdom. <laughs> Wait, uh, who is this? This is all Steve Stephen Godfrey seventy seven. Oh, great! On Instagram. Those are yeah. good. Osgore came up with terraforming R. He's like, sorry, I'm not that creative. Terraforming, terraforming R. R. That's good, great. man. That's good. O M G. It's Essen. Came up with. Two girls and a cup instead of two rooms and a boom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, there's a game called Skull Canyon. Skull Canyon? No, I never Skull heard of that. Skull Canyon, and then it has a colon. He changed it to Skull Canyon colon fuckfest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Atlantis Rising just turns into <laughs> Penis Rising. Penis Rising. Of penis course. Dick Rising. Yep. yep, that was the charity board game we came up with Penis Rising. There you go. Uh, Ty G808. Yep, Ty. Yep. What's up, man? Um, he came up with down forceful <laughs> and patchwork is pimp work. <laughs> pimp work. Uh, Dave, Mick Dave Mick came up with underwater shitties. Yeah. Ever dildo. Ah, uh, ever dildo. <laughs> ever dildo. <laughs> yep. Whole player. <laughs> oh, good. Dads and Dice came up with the Isle of Pussy. Ooh, oh ooh, man! I mean, it's cats, so I, I get, yeah, I get that's the, true. Yeah. The McMeeples the has the Dick Throne, which was Dick Throne. on a oh, letter yeah. swap, yep, that's and then he just turned Fort into Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the names that we have that just those insert a swear word into a board. Those game. were a lot 
more creative than yeah. I, 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 I should not even say that because you guys always come up with yeah. the most highly creative yeah. stuff to put in here. But for some reason, I was like, okay, this is just going to literally be a swear word instead of a word. Yeah. But you guys were very, very sense. creative in there. That was so really, really funny. That was good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So some of these games have had it way too good for way mm. too long. Riding high on the BGG Top 100 thinking, man, I'm great. No, no one has so anything good. bad to say about me. What a smug fuck. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, Na- <laughs> well, Natalie has something to say about that bullshit in today's installment of the Board Game Beatdown. I am beating down a game <laughs> called Gaia Project. Ooh, Gaia Project. Yeah, right. baby. Gaia Project is good. Terra Gaia Mystica Project is spache. rated yeah, 8.5 and ranked number seven. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's good. Yeah. So it's Terra Mystica. It jumped, did it jump it Terra Mystica? I think so. Probably more yeah, theme and I think so too. well, it's heavier. It's a little heavier. Yeah, it's heavier. Actual, yeah. So some people, board, right? some people There's really like that. Like track well, instead of just going up on the those those tracks, it Your actually. Own. You do no, no. So there's there, there's those like tracks in Terramisca that you go up on. Yep. And there's the tracks in Gaia Project you go up on. The Gaia yes. Project tracks are like now like technology kind of stuff. Yes. Right. Okay. Where they're not like that I'm trying in to think. Of, I haven't played Terramisca in a long time. I've played yeah. Gaia Project a few times. Yeah. Gaia Project is more years. is more complex so. because of that specifically. Yes. Well, right. not everybody likes Gaia Project. <laughs> you want to know why? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Okay. Let's hear it. Yes, okay. I do. Idiots. Uh, I really want to know. Gamil says, any Gamble. game that doesn't come with an organizer is an automatic one. Automatic. Candyland is automatic. like $10 no, dude, and has an automatic. insert. What's your excuse? Candyland's oh got one. Oh, my God. Candyland <laughs> 10. Candyland 10. Guy uh, Project 1. Okay. Can I pause the Instagram or what, what is this? Beep. Yeah, the beatdown. The beatdown beat for a second. I went on when I was looking at like games like Dark Quarter and Chronicles of Crime. There is someone with a Board Game Geek account. I forget the name. I'll have to figure it out. That literally has gone on every single game with an app and has just rated it a one. Yeah. People just are. It has people an app? But that's the only thing they've ever rated. So I'm curious if this person created an account just to go on and a rate that. A account one. to rate one. Like there's nothing that nobody, he's rated, rated nothing, a 10 or a 9 or 8, just went on just specifically to <laughs> target games. Don't have Some people have a disproportionately amount of hate for these weird things yeah. in this hobby about fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's supposed right, to be fun. Yeah. Like I get it. If, if you it have doesn't an have an insert, it. it's a one job. You have an opinion right. about Instantly it. Instantly a one. To make a whole account just to yeah, rip on it. bring down his ratings. The game that? is a one because the because I can't put it away easily. Yeah. These must have a lot of ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, ninety percent of your yeah, games right. must be one. Yeah. Don't have an You know what that sounds like? That sounds like some entitled neckbearded fuck. Neckbearded who just fuck. got into the hobby last year. Who's used to games? You know that have inserts because games are coming with game trays yeah. a lot of times. Oh. But then they see a game like back from two thousand and sixteen, like Gaia Project, who doesn't have one. Oh my god, you, I think, hate this, it you think this fucking douchebag would call one of those like two sided things, the cardboard thing, an insert? You think he would? You know how I, just, I like, feel like one no. middle is raised and then there's just two. I, what I like to think is this person is like only satisfied if the game comes with game trays like, like if it's it's either mechs versus place. minions or yeah. it's a zero or it's a one douche chill <laughs> um harry Man, that's harry, harry, fell, just harry the first one. says the most long boring and drawn out awful experience i've ever had playing this game the three times i had to i played had with to. experts at this game experts. and the only thing i can say is if you don't study every strategy opening and faction you are basically a useless bot waiting for your turn downtime is <laughs> a lot study. the interaction is minimal you are playing a solo game when sometimes you have to rethink what to do next. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. 
This isn't as bad as saying the insert. the insert. I don't hate that. Yeah, you will get beat. Yeah. If you are going into to guy a project and people have played before, you're going to lose. You're probably going to lose. Faction. However, playing. he's going a little overboard by saying if you're not, if you don't study yeah. and you're not an expert. No, yeah. no, right, you can right. be. And there's people like Jeff's one of these people who's just kind of inherently good at games the first time he plays them. Not everybody is like Jeff, but, if you think but there's about people it. like that. Mm-hmm. And so you're just get good, bro. Just play. Just, <laughs> just fucking get harder. good. Well, just yeah, study it. Just get good. Be better. If you study hours beforehand, just <laughs> that's get what I do. Chris Thomas two two six says, "Long and dull, not enough interaction for my liking in games." Okay, I'm fine with that. Elephant pool says, "Sounds like a sex rating." Awful headache in a box, <laughs> miserable. Wait, oh. say it again. Uh, awful headache in a box, miserable. Okay, awful right, headache right. in a box. Yeah, headache yeah. in a box. Uh, Sandor Vegan says, "Awful deja vu." The hell does awful that mean? deja vu. I assume they mean like it was like awful. Terramistica. It reminded it was like me deja vu. But well, if that, then say oh, that. that's possible. Then say like know. one. Terramistica is a better yeah, game. Just People are not very substantive when they when they rate these things. Uh, Dude, Ampoliro says Ampoliro. much better game than Terramistica, but not enough better to win me over. So it's much better, but it's a one. It's still a one. Uh, they also <laughs> said, <laughs> said zero. They reduced Negative it from two. a five point five because they said I've had an epiphany. Terra Mystica is Catan two and Gaia Project is Catan two point five. The primary mechanism in all three is building up connected settlements. Also in all three, the state of the game after the players place their first buildings is the single largest factor in the outcome of the game, which is why they are horrible games unworthy of anybody's time or interest. So where you place your Based. first building, well, you must play with bad people at the game. Based. Yeah, fucking idiot, So they're man. just, and they just think it's like Catan? So, but he's ranking right, well, it like that, so Catan is the worst. That reminds me of people worst. who are like, oh, there's hex tiles in it? This is just Sellers yeah. of Catan all over again. Like, okay, so you, <laughs> Sellers of Catan does not have a monopoly on connecting, you know, right. putting yeah. connections out yeah. across a, hex yeah, space. hex space. Um, Horatius, you stupid Horatius, Horatius, Horatius I don't know. Horatius Tuckles says, "Like I love Terra Mystica, but I was expecting something new, not making only cover why for a good game, but dry game. Why and were you not expecting rating something the new? Art, otherwise, I would have to confirm that. all ratings with ten are from colorblind people. Guy <laughs> Project is that. like is like Terra Mystica." Like version two, they don't even hide it. It's not something yeah, that they're, they're trying not trying. To cover up. They're, they're not. It's it's it is terramistica. It's not like they're saying like yeah. pay it to walk in, blah blah blah, and you like can't help. No, this is terramistica like totally in a different setting with yeah. a couple added things to make right. it more complex. Yeah. But the game at its core is terramistica. But he's also saying like the art is crappy. Okay, I mean that no, that's a complaint. I you you can't argue yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, your Gallus says, "Yeah, you're stupid. Yeah, you're dumb, Bad but. component quality, extra rules with respect to Terramistica without adding any depth, unbalanced races, complete waste of money. Stick to Terramistica. Unbalanced okay. races. I think it adds. A, I think it adds. <laughs> it, it does add a lot more depth. But is that depth worth it? Would be my like if yeah. yeah you don't how think does that it not worth add it? Depth. Cool, but it definitely adds depth. Yeah. You're wrong. About yeah, you adding have to depth. think so much more. Um, this Idiot. one. This I hate one these has fucking a, people. This one has a meme. Um." So Anna Prim says, Anna Prim, very heavy, overbloated, solitaire, combinatorial game. My worst nightmare. And then they put a meme with Michael Scott where oh he's saying, my God. no, God, no, please, oh, no, 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 why God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. That is kind of funny. Junior Gratz says, Junior Seo. Ugh, ugly, badly graphically designed and a nightmare to play with experienced players who overlook explanation of excessive rules, symbols, and do <laughs> Get better friends. That's your, Get that's better your friends. game group. Um, you cannot be... <laughs> 
This game wasn't explained well to me. One. Thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs> yeah, right. Steve fucked this game this up for me. stupid game it that get, some people can't explain. It would get a couple more stars if I didn't play Terra Mystica and could see how Gaia Project was forcefully made smarter or more replayable by adding separate non-streamlined mechanics. But the truth is that this game is less smart than fans think. Some players just feel proud because they understand the mechanics of demanding games. But strictly speaking, this is a limited chess-like game that kind of allows multiplayer. Just Openings are scripted and there are two little choices. Once you understand the do's and don'ts. basement dwelling freak. They're like little, little strategy, lots of fiddly Get outside, asshole. Oh my God. And he says, and no, chess-like doesn't mean it has the depth of chess. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. We are probably the only person that's ever read this out loud. Yet they wrote that as if it's going to appear on the front cover of Board Game Geek for everyone to see. That's what drives me crazy about reviews like this guy. He writes it as if every single fucking person is going to look at this thing. No one's reading this. Nope. You just went like, oh, and this is so subjective, but you're you're writing it as if it's objective. You're writing it as if that's the only thing. Yeah. But it's not, dude. Right. You sound stupid. <laughs> Lap just says, as funny Lapcha. as it is doing your taxes. As funny as that it is doing your taxes. That does not make sense. Well, they're, no, they're, maybe they mean as fun. As yeah, because it it's not trying yeah, to be funny. Like, yeah. I don't get why it's, it's not trying to be <laughs> funny. As funny as doing it. <laughs> Croft Golf says, hard to understand, could have been bad teacher. <laughs> Oh okay. So this is All now right. another one about not But you rated it. Like, I'm it. fine with that just being a comment you write. Like... Like, you write a comment about a game that's like, okay, I didn't like this. Could have been the bad teach. But then yeah. you rank it you, a one. Yeah, you say, this mm-hmm. is a, a terrible game. Because so you are bad. affecting the rating of this game because you're, to your admission, you didn't get taught correctly. Yeah. Uh, John Rogers says, do you well, I like, like John Rogers. Ender- <laughs> what? I like John Rogers. You know him? Hey, has he got the Futurama? I took. Um, yeah, he's the he's got a Futurama. Oh, okay. Guy. He's actually he says, good guy. do you like engine builders, overwrought tech trees? Do you want a game that yes. has yes. nominal board presence, plastic bits, is set yep. in space, and yes. has the appearance of interaction, but deep down you're still playing in an, an MPS efficiency point salad? Yes. Well, here you go. Yeah. Guy, a project to the rescue. Recommended like to gamers game. who too. dig Fister, Lacerda, and most modern complex euros. Right. Yeah. See, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's actually, I think, a, uh, and I'm, I'm saying this kind of a little biased because I like this guy. Because yeah. I know this guy. Okay. But. I actually kind of don't hate that comment because basically he's basically saying, do you like this? Yeah. Then you'll like, like this I don't. Game. I don't like I this. Low, I mean, he was saying it kind of insultingly, yeah. you know, as if that, as if you liking that is bad. But he, I like how he said it's, it, it reminds you of Fister, Lacerda, these kinds of games, yeah. which we love Yeah, we, here. we're like, that sounds great. <laughs> right, right. Um... Heck says. Heck. Oh, heck. Oh, geez. Oh, oh, no. I went to go play at Arby's the Guy. other day, and it just, oh, they got <laughs> the me. The Gaia project didn't okay, work. Okay. No. Space. I don't like space. Terramistica uh, was okay, but do we need a more complicated clone? I don't think so. Please, publishers, develop new games. <laughs> Fine. You know First how many, of all, publishers on. are not reading. How many games are published every year? Uh, thousands. Thousands and thousands and thousands. So they, there's no space to make a game that's yeah. more complex than a game that everyone loves. Terra Mystica is one of the most beloved games right. in the in the yeah. entirety of the hobby. So we don't have room to make a nope. game that's just like it, only maybe a little more complex because this fucking guy wants, instead of thousands and thousands of games released, he wants thousands and thousands plus one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's no fucking room. Right. It's like people that talk shit about um, games like Unlock and Exit because, or or Legacy games because you tear them up. They talk so much shit yeah. like, oh my god, you can never fucking play it again. Listen, there are 
thousands and thousands and thousands of games to play that aren't the 10 legacy games that exist right. that aren't the three exit and unlocks <laughs> it's okay that these exist right some if people you don't like want to play them it's okay that i hate that <laughs> comment so much that's so fucking stupid oh neckbeard is good, good, like, good, good, good thing all the publishers are reading this no they'll take yeah. note. oh we shouldn't oh, remake oh, games hard oh, oh, I, we should have made a new one fuck we fucked up there's already so, fifteen oh, thousand. Oh, other heck, ones we this messed year. it up, eh? Stupid. Oh, we made another game like that one. Oh, gee. Oh, heck. Oh, no. Son of a... Uh, we call oh, it the Gar right Project. How do they know it's like Terra Mystica? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jester Trek says, Terra Mystica only made even more complex and harder to understand. That seems like mm-hmm. a good idea. No, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people okay, wanted that. That's fine. See, personally, I, I, I like Terra Mystica. I like Hot Terra Mystica. Yeah. I think Gaia Project is incredible. I like mm-hmm. Terra Mystica better than I like yeah. Gaia Project because I I think Gaia Project goes one click beyond what I'm looking for in that experience. But there's a lot of people who wanted that one click yeah. Yeah. up in complexity. Viren the Run France. <laughs> what? You run France? Viren uh, the Run France. You can't really do much. Every turn you play feels like, I will do this. Ah, no, I can't. Then this. Well, ah, could. no, I can't either. Get good, then I guess bitch. I will just pass. And then all you manage to do brings you nothing in the end. It's just nonsense. Also, the theme could be anything else. You sound bad nothing. at the game. Nothing. Can't, you can't, <laughs> you no, bad. Jeff, you can't do anything. Can't do oh, can't. Jeff, you yes. can't. There's nothing you can do. Fine. Okay, do it. You, you can think that you can well, do stuff. I, you can't. Oh, I, oh, no, 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 no. I guess I'll just pass. <laughs> no, you can't. So you, you just pass five times. Yeah, you got to just pass. Because yeah. what's the point? You can't do anything. Enough. Merlin 8888 says, worst version of worse version of Terra Mystica, which players up to five. Okay, fine. Which plays up to Worst five, version Terra Mystica, which plays, which plays up to five. Yeah. What was that guy's name? Okay. Merlin. Yeah, we, we get it, Merlin. Again, I mean, that one, whatever. Some uh, people are going to like one versus the other. Tassar says. Ooh, Tassar. We've had that Yeah. Scrapping points from everywhere. Super ugly design. No clear oversight. Takes way too long. Bad. Much worse than Terra Mystica. A friend said it had too much kerfaffle. Sounds like the proper word for this mess. Kerfaffle. Too much kerfaffle. You know what? You know what? This game is cool, but there's there's kind of an excess of kerfaffle. Yeah, like if there was less There was a little bit less kerfaffle. Like a skosh. Less Kerfaffle. But there's a little bit too much kerfaffle, I think, in this one, which sounds almost a little bit racist. Yeah, but there's like three kerfaffles would have been okay, but four kerfaffles just went a little bit. I'm uncomfortable saying kerfaffle now. This sounds like someone who likes Terramisca. B Dunn says, can't get behind any game that is a re implementation of Terramisca, even if it has an awesome space theme to it. Why? So, why not? They just just love it so much. It's got a theme that he likes more. It's got a theme he likes more. It's based on a game he likes. Yeah. That does something different enough that maybe you'll like this one. Too. Why can't you yeah, get behind it? And no like one it is stealing this from them. This is not like Terra Mystica was not stolen by a company and then and by a publisher. Terra Mystica is this, still doing fine. It's doing fine. And everyone knows that this is a re-implementation <laughs> of the game. Also, is it the same designers? I don't fucking know. I'm going to look it up. It's okay. probably all heck. I hope it is. I kind of think um, it's the same designers. It's on board. You go to Borging, you click on Terra Mystica, it says re-implemented by Gaia Project. It is the same designers. Yeah. They're allowed to do that. <laughs> They're allowed. For fucking shit. These stupid Senior fucking basement Finn dwelling says. Senior Bin? Mm. Senior Finn. Oh, I've Senior Finn. Finn. How oh, no. can this game be top 10? I go. seriously can't understand how BGG features puzzles like Gloomhaven and Pandemic uh-huh. in a game like Gaia Project in the top 10. Trolls at work? They're so different. Want to play Trolls? Gaia Project? Be prepared to spend hours asking, so how does this mechanic work? How does this icon Just work? Just listen to the rule, Then man. after hours it's of setting up for rules. a high-scoring move, 90% of the game, get a comment like, no, but this icon doesn't mean that. I can't. No, you okay, needed you this can't. unrelated thing to do that and that so one other thing. Again. 
and my favorite ah you know oh. last round we played this wrong from now on we should dot 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 so or, time out did this person at the beginning say that pandemic is like this yeah, amazing they were like yeah, gloomhaven and pandemic like, that tells how, me your brain works differently right. you like the thematic kinds the of games like. but a game gaia project is very difficult Yes. It's a tough game. You can't just go to Gaia Project and just casually sit down and be like, let's play a game of Gaia Project. You got to pay attention. You have to listen to the rules. You have to know what you can do and what you can't do. And if you don't, kind of, you're going to perform bad. Yeah. You need to know what you can do. Because I'm sure on Pandemic Legacy or Pandemic, whatever, you can go on there and look at the one rating. It's like, why would I? Why would a game that someone else can just play for me and I can sit at the table mm-hmm. be in the top 10? Because mm-hmm. right. I don't have to do trolls at work. Be on my right, phone while right. quarterback takes for Luckily, Gaia Project exists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's exactly the opposite, which is, to me, I'm mad because those dumb people aren't self-aware enough to realize that they just think differently than somebody else. Right. They're saying it again like that's the only fact that exists. That, like they think that the way they think is the is the only thing. is the only right way to think. Daddy eighteen Daddy. Daddy eighteen says, I've never had a game leave me so unsatisfied upon Ooh, winning. Daddy. This game has done it nearly satisfied. every time. When I first got the game it hoodwinked me into thinking it was good. How ah, foolish. This Damn, is a kerfuffle. soulless, overly kerfuffle. complex, mind numbingly boring game. That I refuse to pull out on game night. Mm. It's become more of a chore than a game. I've never played Terra Mystica, but thank <laughs> God I didn't. Gaia is an improved version. I can't improved imagine the train wreck what Terra Mystica is. Don't waste Man. your time or your money on this overpriced tragedy of a game. It's Poor tragedy. unsatisfied daddy. It's a tragedy. He will never be satisfied. I know. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> he's a fucking, he's tragic. Dude, did you, Dune Imperium is ranked uh, number 15. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, snap. So Terra Mystica is 21 now. It used is, to be a top ten. It was in the top it like, five. It was, a, it was like number over. five or four for a while. Guy Project, Guy Project is number seven yep. right now. Damn. Okay, last one. Okay. Peter Loftus says, "So polished, it actually fools you into thinking it is a decent game for a while. It isn't. It is the bad <laughs> idea <laughs> of shitty Terramisca oh, rolled in glitter." <laughs> what shitty Terramisca rolled in glitter? Rolled so in like glitter? Sh- glitter? Shit. <laughs> Darn man, I, I was hoping to like it too. Darn. That's such a bummer. Well, how do you feel now, Gaia Project? You got what? How the fuck do you feel? Shout if I was you, past Terra Mystica, but no, some people you've been beat. You've been beat down, bitch. Well, you guys, today is the day. Today is the day. Today's the day we get the three-minute game, guessing the title of the game, saying anything about the game other than the title of the game. <laughs> oh, that game. Okay. That old, We've that come little number. so close in the past. Jeff, can you do me a favor and set um, get your um, yep. stopwatch? For seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> three point three minutes I have 30 <laughs> games. I know. 30 games I've come up with. This is the game of the episode. I've come up with 30 games for Natalie to give to Jeff. Jeff is going to guess the games in three minutes. Can they do it? Yes. Probably not, but they we're going to try. Can. On your marks. Get set. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> yeah, take a deep breath. We know what we should do. The mind. Okay. Hmm. Yes, the mind. Good, idea, good idea. Good idea. Center yourself. Okay. All right. On your marks. Get set. Go. Your new favorite polyomino game. Planet Unknown. Um, the Ding. game with the with the app that we all played on Zoom. <coughs> space space nope, team. Nope. Nope. Uh, pirates. Pirates. Oh, pirates. Uh, Forgotten Waters. Yes. Um, the new game we just got is really big and it's about like Alice in. Oh, Wonderland's War. Yes. Um, the game I just beat down. Guy Project. Okay. Pause. Okay. I can pause. Hold on. Okay. I can pause. I got it back. Okay. Did you lose it? No, I got it okay. back. Go. Your favorite game with the gear? Zulkan. Uh, uh, the big spreadsheet one that we're obsessed with. The... Uh, Hadrian's Wall. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
yeah. The one like that, but with 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 three with, sisters. Yep. <laughs> nice. Today's essential. Uh, Lost Rooms of Arnak. Okay. One of my favorite games with all the tiles and the cocoa. Istanbul. Yeah. Tiles and cocoa. I mean, maybe <laughs> coffee. I don't know. Uh, the the cauldron bag. Quacks one. of Quellenberg. Yep. Throwing dice in a bucket. Strike. In a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing. party game with 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 uh, dry erase little thingy. Just one. Yep. Okay. Um, that was good. Beans. <laughs> nice job. Bonanza. Um. Yep. Our, one of our favorite games of all time that just has going to be a Underwater new one. Cities. A uh, brand new one coming out. It's all redone. And uh, pass. Uh, no, not okay. pass. Okay. <laughs> you you can't you pass. Castles of Burgundy. Go yeah. ahead. And what did you just say? I don't remember. Underwater Cities. Yes. Okay. Wow, nice. <laughs> um, Keep going. Vita Lacerda in space. On Mars. Yep. Um, this was based off that movie. <laughs> that, that's kind of like Arnak, the game. Like, uh, Indiana like Jones. Like, no, um... um the sand monster guy. Oh, Dune. Yeah. Dune Imperium. Okay. Yes. Uh, Gaia Project, but Terraform, the other game. Uh, Terra Mystica. Yeah. Okay. Bird game. <laughs> Wingspan. Yep. Um, the party game where you, uh, there's a lot of dirty jokes about it. And, 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 Cards Against Humanity? And no. Um, it's little, a little tiny box one. And then. Just pass. It, okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. okay. Uh, this game you like with an app that you just got like a expansion or something for uh, Chronicles of Crime, really Dark like Order, Destinies. Yep. De- yeah, Destinies. Okay. okay, Ryan's game that he made. Uh, the, the Samurai. Okay. <laughs> um, One minute. Oh, the uh, Okay. The Wah. Oh my God. No. Obsession. Come yeah, on. What are you doing? Go. 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 What's happening? What did you? Uh, okay. What? The one on the the one that hangs on the wall. Canvas. No. Over there. A crokinole. Okay, the one with the with the magnets and the blue thing that we glass. Had. Yes. Okay, the one where you throw the dice down the stairs. Tumbling dice. The one with the colorful dice, stained glass. A sagrada. Okay, the one that's dad, but instead it's not dad. Mombasa. Yeah. Okay, the one with thirty um, seconds. The one that has like ten. It's like a legacy type thing, and it has like all the things you move around the board. Uh, I don't uh, know. Like like despicable me. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, that's not a terrible yeah. clue. Okay, what about this other one that's really pretty and you love, and it's it's really uh it's got like the aliens and then the, like the little spinny things at the top. We're not getting it. Origins first buildings. <laughs> You're wrong, Emily. <laughs> You're just wrong. I'm what? I'm just, you just wrong. Yeah. And time. Oh, you were doing uh, so well. You what only you missed. Said something. And Max like versus minions was the I one. I just right? was giving you the time. What did it? It yeah, was Batoku. No. She was trying to get you to guess, but she definitely gave you the clue for Origins. Okay. Um, oh, for some reason, she fell on her face at too many bones. I didn't know what to say about it. So you did great, though. You only missed too many bones, and Batoku and Max Insider, Insider is the one that. You, yeah, I was like, I don't. know Yeah, what to say it's about twenty it. questions. Oh yeah. Twenty questions oh. cooperatively, but one person kind of knows. You're right. Max Verstappen, I got at the end just for. Oh, you did get messed up. So, you, yeah, you only missed then Insider, Too Many Bones, and Botoku. But I, I didn't say it at the time, so we missed that one. So we missed four. Oh, oh I see. Oh, okay. 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 So, yeah, you I only missed four. That was oh, really man. close. You got really I close know, that time. Oh, like, I shouldn't have said the time. I know. I know. Why did that mess you? I, I said the time know. every time. I was like, one minute. And you were like, ah, ah, oh, God. Well, it's oh, like, no. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. It's <laughs> like all of a sudden my brain went blank, and I'm like, I can't think of anything for any of these. Did you see? Yeah. I was like, where is she? She's at Mombasa all of a sudden. She was like, it's hanging on the wall. And I'm like, Batoku's hanging on the wall. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it's Crokinole. Oh, <laughs> you did great though. No, you did it's very, very good. Like hard for me. Like Batoku, I'm like, I, I don't remember. 
I, I can't think of stop. something quick. It's to the one say that means like it. dick in the ass. Remember, yeah, who like said that? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I don't remember that. You forgot that's that. That's like yeah. the yeah. Even it's like pressure. Metro's minions. I'm like, how do what do I say that's quick that he'll just get it like this? Like yeah. I couldn't think of like yeah. Well, you did great. You got mo- you guys got most yeah, all good. of them. Eventually we'll only I, four. We're eventually we'll say we'll get it again. We won't do it. Oh man. Very close, very close, very close. That brings us to the top five of the episode. For this episode's top five, we are going through our top five excuses as to why we didn't win this game. Why didn't we win the game? Everybody's got excuses that they make to why they didn't win. We're going to go through ours. We're keeping it light. We're keeping it fun. We have we don't know what each other's are, uh, so they're probably going to vary wildly in terms of tone. Um, but so we're going to go me, Natalie, Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, my number five, my number five top excuse why I didn't win. I'm calling this the what ifer. That's my number five. The what ifer. Holy shit! Check this out, you guys. If only A, B, C, D, E, F, and G <laughs> would have happened, I would have won by you fifty won. points. Yep. So in my head, I won. <laughs> right? Yeah. People do that all the time. Yeah. The what ifer. What if? Two more turns, if only you won. didn't do that. He didn't do this three turns ago. That didn't happen, and I did this like I wanted to. Yeah. I would have won. It's like, yeah, okay, well, that doesn't fucking change yeah. shit. That's the game. Yeah. That didn't happen, so you lost. <laughs> right. That's the game. Um, Natalie, what about you? Uh, mine is, well, you learned it, so you know it better. So that's why you <laughs> nice. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. Good excuse. Yep. Good excuse. Jeff, what about you? My number five is the sun was in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. I could. Jeff, I we're in the, ba- the Jeff, we're in the sun, basement. The light, it was, we're in the, the light basement. was in my eyes. It was reflecting off of your cup, and it went yeah. in my eyes. And the sun, the sun was in my eyes. It's, and then there was a Jeff. Was a it's dog. midnight. Did you not hear it's the dog midnight, outside? Jeff. The dog was barking, <laughs> and I was trying to take my turns, but the sun was refracting off your player board into my eyes, and I couldn't even see what I was doing. So I lost because the sun was in my eyes, and there was a dog barking outside. <laughs> number four for me. <laughs> number four for me. I'm calling this one the learning game. And here it is. Oh, I wasn't even trying to win. I was just trying to get the mechanisms out of the game down. I was just pushing buttons and pulling levers. I expected to lose. Play me again next time and watch out. Plays again next time and loses worse. <laughs> but that's a lot of people are like, well, this is just a learning game. Yeah. You know, that's a definite excuse yeah. that people give. Like, it's just, I was just learning it. Yeah. I didn't even care. Yeah, it's like, right. I didn't play, care about like, it. It's okay to play games like yeah, that. Of but course don't make yeah. that, yeah. don't make that the reason game. you lost because yeah. that cheapens the win for the other players. All right, mm-hmm. Natalie, what's your number four? Uh, mine is that whole thing where they're like, well, if you didn't take that spot that I needed, you know. Yeah, the what if? I, I, yeah, I, well, it's different, though. Oh, it's different. Yes, you're right. Because you were like, if I would have done, yeah, I guess. I'm, no, it's okay. I'll it doesn't matter. It's all good. It's the same. I'll switch it. I'll switch it. To what? No, it well, okay. it doesn't matter. Okay. I know that was kind of on that, my list too. Yeah, that, that's good. We can have overlap here. Yeah. Okay. That's I a good it was one. Different, but that's fine. It is different. Say say your say your thing. Well, like what were Basically you gonna like say? Feeling like it wasn't like well, if this would have happened, it was more like you screwed me over because I wanted to go there and you took that spot. So now right. that's why I didn't. Yeah. If you wouldn't, like if you that. wouldn't have gone there. Yeah. yeah especially right down like oh, if I would have. What if what if you wouldn't have gone there? Yeah. Then I could have. Right. Exactly. All right, Jeff. What's your number four? I, the, the biggest reason I lost this game, I was I was re- I was winning, and then I and then I was drinking, and I was really focused on the snacks. <laughs> so the food, I was eating the food while you took your turn. I didn't see that you went. That was there. the meta game I was then, playing against yeah. you. And then I, I was I've been drinking all day. Who wants pizza rolls? So I was drinking, and I was really focused on the snacks, and I did, and that's why I lost. <laughs> but if I didn't have the drinks, you'd have lost because, and then, but I'd have been hungrier, so I guess I don't really know. But I would have won if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Number three for me is the new strategy. 
says the someone says the entire game. I'm just trying something new here. It's probably not going to work out, but it's fun. It's fun. Loses horribly. See, I only lost because I was trying this new potatoes for points strategy. I, you know, I just I just want to have fun because I could do the same strategy that everyone else does to win the game. But you know what I want to do? I like to have fun with my game, so I'm going to play a different, completely different, off the wall strategy. That's why I lost. <laughs> People do that shit all the fucking time yep. too. Now that we're number and three. again, it's cool. Play a game with a different strategy. Yeah, I don't care. But right. don't then be like, well, That's I only lost because I was trying to win. And then yeah. don't yeah. But, make it. A but the whole point that they're telegraphing that the whole game is so people yeah. don't think they're stupid mm-hmm. natalie yeah. what's your number three my number three is well we started too late and i was like really tired yeah we started so late yeah that's a good <laughs> one <laughs> I, said that I just can't really <laughs> <Me>. think <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> oh that's great all right jeff what's number three um i've had some other ones that come up that's you guys have also said i'm gonna that's go a different one all right uh i lost because i was just too busy taking pictures for instagram <laughs> So while you were taking your turn, I was moving the box around. I was taking pictures. Well, I had to move this player, this marker over here. That's why I lost because it just looked better in the picture. <laughs> like I wanted a worker to go on that space because that picture looked a lot better. <laughs> so I was just taking pictures, and that's why I lost. Because if I wouldn't take pictures, I would have kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two for me is the rules explainer messed me up. Oh my God, I didn't know I could have been turning potatoes into points the whole time. That completely changes my strategy and what I would have done. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I would have gotten 35 more points on the potato track and 66 more points on this, in this point track, but it's not your fault. I'm going to go on the potato track. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do that though. Oh, if I would have known that. Like everyone that just. Yeah, like everybody that project. knew. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. you could do this. Well, I did tell you the rules and everyone's been playing it that way all game. Well, if I would have known, you didn't make it. You didn't totally yeah. make it a point. Like, mm-hmm. Fuck you. Now that was number <laughs> Fuck two. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, my number two, he said. Um, yeah, number two. Is. <laughs> You get this game. This game clicked for you. It didn't click yeah. for you. So. Yeah. yeah. Right. This game's smarter than me. Yeah, it just clicked. Yeah, yeah. it's just, clicked. of course, it clicks for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Jeff, number two? My number two is I don't really want to win this game anyway. It was a stupid game. I don't like <laughs> This game was dumb. I don't even like this game. We played it once before and it was stupid and then I would play it again. It's that's like stupid. Andy like Bernard is like, yep. I, Andy Bernard does not lose. Andy Bernard lo- wins or quits because it's, it's stupid. Because it's stupid game. I it was like halfway through, I wasn't even trying because it was stupid, and then it's the stupid game. And <laughs> that kind of leads into my number one, which is I don't care. I don't, you guys, I don't even care about winning or Who losing. Cares? I just want to have fun. Who cares? I'm never, ever, 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 ever trying to win. I'm just playing for the experience. If I happen to win, I guess that's cool. But if I happen to lose, I'm not going to like go home and punch holes in Natalie or anything out of frustration, <laughs> anger, dread, and anguish. It's just a game. I just care about hanging out with all my friends. I don't care about winning. That's, that's got to be the most number yeah. one thing people say when they lose. I just didn't, you guys, I just, it doesn't, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that Who so cares? many times. Yeah. I don't care. I think I care. I don't, I don't care. care. I don't really? Care. In your deep down, you go, like, God damn it. If you really didn't care, you wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say that. You wouldn't say that. Yeah. You would not be saying that. Exactly. Oh, I'm calling myself out. Natalie, number one for you. <laughs> My number one, similar to one of the ones Jeff said, was. Sun's uh, in your eyes. <laughs> no, it was. That was my favorite was, one. Well, I, I, Drink too much. I ended up drinking too much wine. Yes. So I didn't yeah, know what was I'm going on. I was like so I was drunk. drunk. I didn't know what was going on. So. The kids were crazy Hell today, yeah. and I just have oh my gosh, my dad brain is just nuts right uh. now. <laughs> That's great, Jeff. It's come to you. My number one. I lost because it was a third player disadvantage. <laughs> I was third player and it was bullshit because you got yeah. this thing and um, then Natalie uh, got a resource and then I only got this stupider resource it was clearly a third player disadvantage or if I was second player it was a second player disadvantage and if I was first it was like first player disadvantage you got all this cool stuff but I only got to go first that's realistically bullshit. that's a great one the yeah. first player disadvantage like, well, we talked about that stuff yeah. at like um, going first we laugh about me. that at game night of 
like where whoever wins is like well second player advantage second player advantage yeah if you lose like well four player disadvantage I knew I was gonna lose right from the beginning I had the disadvantage right off the bat it's just something funny yeah that's that's like a funny one that's really funny third player disadvantage (laughs) someone's in my eyes (laughs) do you guys have any honorable mentions I again just wrote five I just my only one was was the this game's stupid. No, stupid yeah. game. I had I everything that you guys said. Yeah. I was trying a different strategy, and that's, you know, I was Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to try something, something new. Really, really new. And then I would have won if I would have just been able to go to that spot, but, like, I needed 48 other things, and I couldn't go there. But yeah, I was yeah, able to exactly. go there. If I, I went there, it. that would have kicked off the chain reaction that I needed yeah. to destroy all of you by 30. So, really, in if my I brain, I beat you by 30. If I would have taken <laughs> yeah. all the same actions you took, I would have won the tiebreaker. Yeah. Like, if you just didn't keep taking that thing right yeah, in front of me every single every time, every single game, time. my strategy was sound. It was you Yeah, I was, was fucking me over on purpose. Points. You were just fucking me over on purpose. I know it. Yeah. It's so funny because it. a lot of it's Because like I bought blame, that Selena like, Gomez sex I blame you. Yeah. It's your fault I lost. But really, instead of, it is their fault because that's they the game. played better they than that's you. That's the game. They Not, beat you. But they don't yeah. say you played better than me. They're like, well, it's your fault. I yeah, I would have won if you didn't do this. Well, yeah, you're right. And then I could say the same shit to you. I would have won if you didn't do that. Yeah, it's the same fucking shit. That was funny. I may, I, maybe I'll send this out on uh, Instagram next week. Whether it's our inbox or not, maybe I'll just send it out. It will, it will at least funny, be fun to hear what yeah, people what say. People, people say, have some yeah. good uh, excuses. I mean, because clearly these are either things we've heard or have done ourselves. Oh, most of them are things I've done myself. Yeah, yeah, we've, all yeah done. we've all done this. <laughs> like, we say it like we haven't done it, but we've all fucking done it. But, yeah, but I, I do like, I do like I do making fun of it because now <laughs> now you hear this and you got to be like, oh, God, he's calling me yeah. out. I do that <laughs> all the fucking time. We're calling ourselves out. Yeah, we're right. calling ourselves out. It's always out. in the moment when you're just like, <coughs> briefly, <laughs> you're, hurt. you're briefly yeah. butthurt that you like didn't win. And, and you're trying you to like, justify it yeah, to other people to make you like to make you seem smarter. Yeah, because you don't want to seem like you're stupid. Yeah. So you got to be like, oh, there's other people that are like, that will like be like, oh man, you beat me by one point. Yeah, I just lost this game by one point. Everybody, <laughs> right. hear that? I hope everybody in the room heard that I only lost by one point. Yeah. Janelle beat me again by one point. <laughs> just so you guys know, <laughs> that was great. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash game casters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the game casters good night everybody Okay, so here's our, this is our levels check. This is levels check. And this is my levels check. Where's Natalie's? Here's my levels check. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I think so. Jeff, okay. what about you? Where's your levels check? My levels check is, you know, right here. I brought it with me. It was in the car. I put it in my bag and brought it here. And now here it is. Thanks.